And good morning, everybody. Surprise and welcome to episode number 164 of the Early Bird Chat. I am your host, Gizzard Gary, and it is Sunday. That's right, Sunday, November the 5th. And hopefully you remember to set your clocks back this morning. Um, Let's see. I've got some people out there. So uh, let's say hello to Tony York out there in the chat. Kingpin is also out there. Let me go ahead and highlight some people on the screen. For those who are watching, Ghost Tactical is in the audience. Uh, John Z is out there. Ghost says, Gary, you know the Chiefs are playing right now in Germany. I hope they're winning. Um, I don't catch a lot of football. I don't have cable, so... I catch it as I can. Tacos and French fries. Hadn't seen him in a while either. Uh, Tony says, what the hell? I ain't Canadian. What the hell? Okay. AK Lover is out there in the audience. So, very good. Tacos wants to know, how is retirement going? Uh, It's going great. Going great. Going great. I did throw a link out there for StreamYard, by the way. Uh, as risky as it is, there is a StreamYard link out there. I'll pin it to the top of the chat if anybody wants to jump into the panel. Uh, Jason Stewart says, good morning, everyone. Oh, H, Jason. All right. So, uh, yeah, this was just kind of a last-minute decision. I woke up a little early this morning. I thought, what the heck, let's fire one up and see if anybody's out there. Uh, Mike White is out there also. Jason responds with the IO and everything is as it should be on the early bird chat. All I need now is for somebody to jump in here with me and actually make it a chat versus me yapping. So anyway, uh, let's see, I got six people watching. Of course, I haven't exactly, you know, you got to wake people up. That's the thing. Ghost says, dump the Friday night chat and keep this one. (laughs) Yeah, there's probably some merit to that. Back when I used to run this full time, I actually got more views on the early bird chat than I did foul territory. That's for sure. But it's four hour chat too. So at some time in a four hour span, somebody's going to get bored and turn this silly thing on. Just saying. So, uh, Anyway, yeah. What's going on out there, America? Ah, there's Buck, Tactical Fud. We done woke up the state of Arkansas now. Got Ghost and Buck in here. All right. I'm going to go ahead and take that StreamYard link. Let's see. Ghost says, I'm not around on Fridays usually, and I'm always bored Sunday mornings. Well, cool deal. I need to go over on the YouTubes. And uh, need to go into my, uh, if I can figure out how to get there, to my community tab and post the link. Warsaw Patriot is out there. Morning, Gary, the tactical rooster. How you doing, Warsaw? There's a link out there, Warsaw. You want to jump in? Uh, I seem to be unable to find my silly. There it is. Okay. Members. 
only. Okay. Rob D., the New York Outcast, is out there. Warsaw says, I'm getting over a cold. You wouldn't want me talking while I'm sick. I'm heavily congested. Well, all right. Well, uh, I hope you feel better soon. I was kind of under the weather for a little bit yesterday, but I believe it was because of some bad Mexican food that I and my family ate yesterday afternoon. <laughs> so I seem to be over it now. Um. All right, so it's Sunday. It is a chilly 50 degrees here in the nation's heartland. Uh, let's see. It's actually supposed to get up to 70 degrees. We have a panelist. I don't hear you yet, Tony. So. I ain't saying nothing. Oh, there he is. <laughs> Good morning, sir. I was trying to mute my YouTube. I understand. And I appreciate that. Uh, Warsaw says, damn cold has caused and shifted the environment. Nah, don't, I don't fall for that old shit. Yeah, she can curse on this show. Don't give it to I damn. figured I'd pop in here until somebody else showed up so you're not just talking to yourself. Oh, well, yeah. Because nobody wants to hear me babble on and on. So, uh, evidently, according to the chat, some people do. Yeah, I suppose so. Well, if I get bored enough, I'm going to start reading. Well, you can't read phone books because nobody gets phone books anymore. So I could read uh, Wikipedia articles, I suppose. Uh, Ghost Tactical says, to be fair, Warsaw, we don't want to hear you talking on a normal day, so there's that, LOL. <laughs> uh, Rob D says it's 49 degrees in his area. What'd they cut off now, John? Yeah, John says, sorry, Gary, I'd join you, but need to rest from surgery, and I yell to everyone. Mike is out there. Good morning, Mike. Warsaw says, I even tested negative for COVID. Well, that's good. I don't... I haven't had a COVID test in so long. It's like, if I'm sick, I'm sick. Yeah, my old lady works in the hospital. She works in the laundry, so... They get tested all the freaking time. Because, was, you know, they're handling garments that people... Oh, yeah. I actually was somewhere yesterday and saw somebody wearing a mask. It's like, I haven't seen a COVID mask in a long time. I've heard some rumbling about masks coming back. They can bring them back if they want to. Uh... I didn't wear them last time except for like going to a store that had a sign up. How I should quarantine. I don't talk to anybody anyway. There you go. Jason says, just got rid of an Acura SUV that's been here two years. Just looking at my empty driveway brings tears of joy. Wow. 
Uh, Mike White 2A Advocacy is out there. Says, I've never had the coof that I know of. Uh, Fluffy 10mm Jeep guy is out there. Uh, I've had that shit three times. Yeah, me too. The first time about killed me. It's the first time in my life I ever actually thought I was dying. Warsaw says COVID tests suck because you got to use a Q-tip up the nose and spin it for 10 seconds in each nostril. Sucks. Yeah. Why well, I didn't it, for it. It's no fun. I've done, the last few times I've just done the free home ones that the government will send you if you, or they used to anyway, for free. If you ask them, they'd send you about three or four of them. And the thing of it is, if the old lady's got it, I'm pretty sure I get it, so. Pretty Doctor sure all my testers. I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure what I have is expired by now anyway. My daughter has to take them because she works at a prison. And, you know, if one prisoner gets it, then that stuff spreads pretty quick in a prison. So. And the kind of same idea with the hospital. Uh, the actual medical staff who deals with patients pretty good about trying to protect themselves but people who work in the ancillary positions you know janitors and watering cooks not so much oh yeah let's see Fluffy says people are still wearing them here in Michigan even when they're in their vehicles by themselves yeah I see those every once in a while uh, Ghost says, my wife kept trying to give me the cough cough. I think she's trying to get rid of me. I also noticed she upgraded my life insurance. Hmm. Yeah. Tell her to give me a call, Ghost. I might be able to help her out. <laughs> That's a bad sign, man. That's I need to check out my 30-06 anyway. Yeah. See, I suppose if I actually mailed out some links, I might get some responses, too. That first batch of COVID I had was really, really early. Uh, before the whole March 15th thing, because it was in the last week of February, right before the whole world tried to shut down. I'm telling you, I thought I was dying. Honest to God, I did. I have never felt so bad. Uh, my old lady was in getting surgery done, and they had to put her on a bunch of meds because she got sick first, which is the way it usually works out because she drinks shit home and tries to kill me with it. Uh, but, man, and then any other time I've had it since, and I think I just got over having it fourth time that I'm not sure because nobody got tested. Uh, they've been like a real white food. Nothing to put you down at all. Okay, Warsaw says, after two years, COVID got to me last year with the Omicron variant. I got over COVID, but had to deal with a colitis triggered by it for three months. Finally cleared up after using the prescription, and it sucked. 
Uh, Mike White says, same here, Tacos. My one co-worker was out for like three months and finally came back last Tuesday, but only working half days. Fluffy says, there are millions of conditionally brainwashed zombies here in Michigan. Yeah? John Brown Productions is out there. Says, hey, Giz. Hi, John. Hey, John. Uh, let's see. John Z says, not cutting anything off bypass and stent repair. Well, I hope that I hope that goes smoothly. A heart bypass? Mm. And you ahead of me if you had one of those because I haven't had one of those yet. Okay, so i got another panelist uh, going by the name of Token White Guy, but I think I know who this is. Oops. <laughs> I was you? on another chat the other night. Yeah, how you doing there? You doing doing alright. I knew I should have checked my name before I come in here. I always do it because I never know if somebody changes it on me. Or if I'm just messing around in somebody else's chat. So, whoops. Aren't you supposed to be watching the Chiefs right now? Are they winning? That's all I want to know. I have no idea. I'm going to mute for a few minutes because my breakfast is done. Ah, okay, go ahead. Uh, Also, Warsaw Patriot, the American, is on the panel. Cold and all. And let's see, four people on the panel and dead air. That's great. Uh, well, yeah. I thought I was waiting for Warsaw to be like, "Hello, in Soviet Russia, we do blah 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 blah." But yeah, I, yeah, I have no idea if the she are winning. But what is this? Are you feeling okay, Gizzard? Firing up the early bird again. Is this a one-time deal or? I just woke up at eight o'clock this morning with a good amount of rest and just got around. It's like. Yeah, what the heck? It's been six months since I've done this. So there you go. Throw one out, kind of, kind of in celebration of, uh, and I mentioned it to Travis yesterday on his Caliber Corner because he had his Caliber Corner three hundred yesterday morning, and it was his last regular Caliber Corner. He's kind of like you. He's not what a copycat quitting one hundred percent, but he's quit doing a regular show, quote unquote. So. uh and I told him, I said, yeah, one of these days we'll have to fire one up and I'll fire an early bird chat up and we'll just do an old, you know, for old time's sake type thing. There you so, go. So I thought we'd try it, you know, if it, if there's not a whole lot of people out there, there's nothing lost. I, I really have nothing better to do right at the moment. So Indeed. Awesome. So let's see, let's see, Rob D says, thankfully, I don't get sick as often as the average person. It's got to be the salad and nightlife. Yeah. Uh, well, I can't. Probably I the can't, nightlife. I can't do anything about the nightlife. <laughs> I could eat a salad. But maybe if I eat salads, I'd have more nightlife. <clears throat> you suppose? Have you tried that? Me? No. Yeah, you. No. Sorry, I thought you might have been asking Warsaw. Let's say we know well, he has I, just I, an insane I, nightlife. I mean, if it works for Warsaw, sure, I'd want to hear it too. But I don't. Let's say Warsaw's uh, over hanging out in Poland. It's like, you're <laughs> forgetting I'm American. But you're the Warsaw Patriot. Why don't you the American Patriot then? Maybe because I have Polish descent ancestry, right? Oh well. Anyways, <laughs> to, to Warsaw so now. 
that Scottish American is both Scottish and American. Yeah, but he's from straight from Scotland. That's different. He switches Scottish American. Oh, I suppose. I'm only three generations removed from being from uh, Western Europe myself. But <coughs> yeah. Just having some hot tea to wake me up and clear up my system. That should work. I had a cup of coffee to get me going, that and some scrambled eggs. <coughs> Shot of whiskey will help. Oh, that, yeah, that'll drink. get you on. I want to say hello to Abby Finnegan out there. Oh, I guess she wants me to fire up a giveaway. I could do oh, that. Oh, snap. Wow. Me, I don't have one yet, so be prepared to enter that hashtag again, but <sighs> I can do that. Why not? Abigail out there just calling the shots. I like it. I know. Well, she's she is a channel member. She has that right. So giveaway tool, huh? Let's see. See if it'll work on a Sunday. It used to. And she said, and she gave me the hashtag EBC one sixty four. Go ahead. Yep, it got her. Okay. All right. Well, you're entered in the giveaway. So. I guess that means I need to run a banner then, huh? <laughs> Let me go ahead and update that. I haven't used this side of my stream yard in quite a while. Okay, let's go ahead and run a banner there. All right. So, yeah, go ahead and put the hashtag in there. I'll give away something here in a little bit. What the heck? Is there Gary doing this like an old pro? Just click, click, boom, dropping everything. Say muscle memory kicking in. I'm pretty sure if I look around here, I can find some stuff to give away. Anybody like Amazon some... boxes? I got a whole bunch of those. <laughs> I say, I'd like my U.S. Postal Service box that was supposed to be delivered yesterday. Just don't be sending me any Timu stuff, please. I'm not buying anything from China. Uh, I... <clears throat> um, so you don't buy from Amazon or Walmart or anything else either? I'll buy Amazon, but I'm not buying something straight from uh, That's China, too. Uh, difference is you get it from an importer, not directly overseas, which is Timu. Well, how about if you buy Olights? They come directly. Yeah, it's an importer. Although they have warehouses here in the United States now, yep. so most of what you buy is shipped domestically. Yep. Yeah. Didn't used to be that way. It used to come directly from China, and you'd wait two or three weeks for it. Thinking about ordering a Chinese laser light combo. Mainly because it's the only blue laser that I can find, and I'm like, you know what? I want to try the blue laser, since I recently figured out that laser could really improve my uh, handgun shooting. So, we'll see what happens. Yeah. So, what else is going on? Got Chiefs football, supposedly. Yep, they're playing over in England against the Dolphins right now. England. <laughs> or it might be Germany today. Germany. Either way, they're playing in Europe. Yeah, it's Germany. England, Germany, it's all overseas. Fern. Exactly. Uh Abby says everything's from China. Uh Shine sent me the wrong shoes. One was two sizes smaller than the other. Well unless you got weird feet, that's not gonna work. <laughs> right. Yeah. Shen's another uh, direct overseas company from China. Uh, Grim ninety, the Reaper is out there. Long time, Grim. Good to see you out there. 
All right. Uh, Rob D says, well, I'm certainly not Abigail. Well, I've never met Abigail. Well, I've never met you either, but uh, I've seen I've seen Rob D and he certainly doesn't look like an Abigail, at least on the YouTube anyway. So, uh, but you do you now. This is 2023, you know. Times have changed. <laughs> That's an understatement. <laughs> and here you go, Gizzer. Chiefs are winning 7 nothing. Nice. Still in the first quarter, though. This should be a very high-scoring game. As long as Patrick Mahomes is healthy. Well, how's everybody's... Oh, Triggerfish45 is out there. Are you going to give away a handful of pins from your bank? Well, I could. I could. Also have some stickers, some patches. Uh, let's see. Rob D says that was in reference to not being from China, Gary. Oh, well, yeah, that's true. Uh, let's see. Everybody having a good weekend? Anybody do anything cool this weekend or got anything cool planned? Um, I went to the laundromat and did a small amount of grocery shopping yesterday. Very unexciting life. I need to go to the laundromat. Well, we went, I went to my daughter's yesterday and, uh, I'll tell you some news. She told me here later, but, uh, we went out to eat and then did a little bit of shopping at Walmart and, uh, we all promptly went home and two of us got fairly sick from whatever we ate at the Mexican restaurant. Ooh. Yeah. Had to, let's just say I was grounded for two or three hours and couldn't drive or do much of anything else. I had to stay close to a facility, quote unquote, if that tells you anything. Say no lifting off the porcelain tarmac. Poor fella. Uh, yeah, it was not fun, but, uh, strangely enough, and I took a nap afterwards after I took some Pepto-Bismol, a couple, a couple of doses of that, took a nap, got up around seven o'clock, seven thirty, drove home and pretty much felt normal the rest of the night. So whatever it was, it was just a temporary thing. So, uh, <clears throat> Let's see. Warsaw says, if I was president, my purpose proposal would be to move all production factories out of communist China and move the factories to Mexico and help Mexico's economy and get rid of poverty. Does our president have the power to move China's production facilities? No. Well, American factories that are over there. Well, they're not American factories if they're in China. You know what I mean? The companies that we are sending over there. We're not sending any companies over there. Rich, greedy Brit businessmen are. Yeah. Like Apple and stuff like that. I mean, they're if they get a choice between, you know, putting iPhones together in America and having to pay people $15, $20 an hour and then doing it overseas for like $250. If they it's pay that. Probably less than it. that. I mean, when you've got people jumping out of windows to get out of those factories so they just put up nets like come on no but um, as we, far as we can't Apple's, compete with slave labor uh, apple you're mentioning they actually moved most of their factories out to um, vietnam actually in india oh that's much better 
Uh, we'll just have the phones right where the tech support is. Warsaw says, get rid of the poverty. You destroy the grip of the cartels. Well, that's more or less true there. Uh, let's see. Rob D says, it was pretty cool when I was cleaning the yard and going to the store. And we have that guy's wife, Media, is out there. Hello, Arminthia. Says, How are we getting rid of poverty destroy the grip of the cartels because the grip is literally creating the funnel for the money for them what's the grip say like if i was in new york and i was supposed to make money but i had to get money from the wise guys in order to do it so in other words you have to get through another source without going through the wise guys but It makes no sense. Like, it'd make more sense if you said, well, people that are in poverty tend to lean on alcohol, drugs, or something like that. So, therefore, if we, you know, raise the poverty level where less people were impoverished, then theoretically they should stop doing drugs, things like that, which then would cut into the cartel's money flow. But. So, Jinyata is out there. The sickness is a feature. Wow. Chris Lang is out there. Hey, everybody, bringing back EBC. Well, at least uh, at least for today we are. Um, let's see. Rob D says, Down with the Sickness is a decent song, but I wouldn't call it the future. Hmm. Okay. Abby says, The iPhone 15 is garbage. <laughs> Lindsay says she's switching to Android. Now, Jinyata says you need the tiny fingers of Chinese kids to put together those intricate parts. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, Abby says poverty is also why kids join gangs. Correct. Well, and then also a life, and a life cycle of crime that gets them stuck in that cycle. That's true. Boomstick Revenge is <clears throat> out there. says, hey, all. We have all of a sudden 24 people <clears throat> out there in the chat. Welcome, one and all. Chris from the 740 just showed up out there in the chat. Says, this is a surprise. Just jumped in the truck, leaving the range. Well, welcome, Chris. Yeah, this is kind of a surprise for me. This is basically 15 minutes from me deciding, know what the heck, let's do one, to throwing it together and going live. So, (laughs) Uh, Jacob S. is out there. I'm going to be a dick and be a contrarian again. I'm sorry, but poverty isn't why children join gangs. Poverty is just a standard at which we mark somebody's income level. And if you look at the people at that income level, oftentimes you could say single parent home. They don't have good role models. They don't have, uh, you know, strong figures in their lives. I guess that would be role models still, but, um, so they're left to their own devices while they got perhaps a single parent that is working two jobs. They don't have somebody watching over them. They turn to these gangs and things like that because it gives them a sense of family and things like that. There, there's plenty of kids that never turn to poverty or excuse me, not turn to poverty, but turn to gangs because no matter what they have that strong parent or perhaps two parents in their lives that are involved 
Okay, we got Bernie Sanchez out there in the audience. He says, how about the idea that there are no role models for kids to look up to? Why hey, what's that? Right. I mean, there's a lot of things that contribute to people joining gangs and all that. But as far as, like, Mexico's concerned, that's been going on since for almost three, four decades now, maybe before that. And um, from what I've gathered, you know what they did before drugs? Um. I give up. What? I think you're going to tell us. They were illegal arms smugglers. That's what they used to do before drugs. I'm uh, pretty sure they still do that. They also like to sell avocados. Do you like guacamole? Not really. Oh, I love guacamole. I, I, I heard a statistic. I have no idea if it's 100% true or not, but something like nine-tenths of the uh, avocado industry All is cartels. controlled by the cartels. Yep. Hmm. Well, I had avocado, I had guacamole yesterday, and I got sick yesterday. Uh, any connection? <laughs> Damn cartels got me. Uh, Rob D says, some people don't want to improve. Many that are poor don't want to put extra effort in. People don't miss what they never had. Obviously, that's not all, but something to keep in mind. Food for thought there, huh? Well, yeah, because... When they're lacking those role models, things like that, um, you know, and they turn to those gangs, it's an easy lifestyle in the sense of uh, not having to work for the things. I mean, I don't think being in a gang would be an easy lifestyle either, but it's easier than having to go and educate yourself and uh be the best at the job interview that you want to get and, you know, get that pay and, um, you know, actually have to go to a nine to five every day or, you know, all that fun jazz. So Bernie says the cartels control the Mexican government. They pretty much are the Mexican government. Let's be real. Yep. Uh, tacos and French fries says, I find a lot of people don't want to work hard, boy. Yeah. Ever since COVID, you know, Oh people- my God stay home that and making $15 an hour minimum wage and getting <clears throat> sign on bonuses to work at McDonald's. And stuff like that. Well, that's the thing too. Like you can start at McDonald's now for like 12 bucks an hour, 13 bucks an hour and they still can't get employees. Yep. Yeah. And I'm like, this is insane. Uh, Let's see. Abby says, I've been playing video games since I was a kid, and I'm only slightly terrible. So is it the video games, or is it not? Uh, That bearded guy is out there, by the way. Um, Definitely not video games. It's not video games. Okay. uh, Gary, I got a question for you. Yeah. Um, You went through the 80s and 70s, right? 60s? Yes, I did. I did. Um, You heard of a guy by the name of Frank Locust? Um, locusts are bad. No, Frank I, Lucas. Oh, Lucas. The name yeah, he, isn't ringing a bell. So he was a, he was a part of the biggest uh, black mafia in New York and New Jersey that was selling heroin off the streets by the millions of people. He's also known in the movie The American Gangster. Hmm. Now, okay. Mike, Mike White says we had cowboys when I was growing up to look up to. <laughs> yeah, we did too. Let's see. Uh Roger Staubach, uh 
Those ones. <laughs> no, but um, back to Lucas. We talked about corruption. I mean, we think Mexico, but like back in that time when Frank Lucas was around, he had control of the police in both New York and New Jersey, and anybody that was up in higher powers. And if the police didn't abide by him, he would actually blow up their vehicles. Guy was crazy. So that happens good. today. Abby says a lot of people work multiple jobs and still barely scrape by. Everything <clears throat> gets more expensive and our money becomes worth less and less. <laughs> yep. That's true. Now that bearded guy says, Gizzard Gary, I played video games as a kid and still do. I'm completely normal. Hmm. Because, well, again, I mean, the video game thing goes back to um, the home life of these kids and when you've got parents who aren't taking an active role in their kids lives they're just saying here's a video game go play and that's supposed to be the babysitter and they're not paying attention to what they're playing and who they're talking to and all these things that's where the real issues come in and people just want to go for the simple fix of it's the video games well that's like saying it's the guns well it's not the guns it's not the video games uh, you got to dig deeper to the root cause well a lot of it is parenting uh, exactly. A lot of people think, well, you can just have kids and then you just stick them in front of the video games, get them a computer, get them out of your face, you know, let them sit up in their rooms and play on their computer all day. Get them a phone, maybe, so they can play on their phone. They'll leave you alone so you can sleep till 9 or 10 o'clock in the morning and stuff like that and not be bothered by having to parent, you know. And then we worry about, you know, why are my kids bad? Well, maybe because you haven't paid a damn bit of attention to him in the last 10 years. Yep. Uh, that's just me ranting there. Uh, Buck says, anybody want to win a 10 millimeter for Lakeview Outdoors? He put a link out there for the gifts and go. There is still time to get in. Bernie says, parenting is the problem. I agree. Chris Lang says fatherless families is definitely an issue. That's been going on for a long time. But, yes, I agree. It's an issue. Then uh, Warsaw says, I once talked to a liberal, and I asked him, do you think we're living in the best time of the economy? His response was, yes, under Biden, we're living great. My response back, you're effing high. <laughs> uh, let's see. Captain Codebook is out there. OMG, the early bird is back. Yes, indeed. And if you're out there in the chat, I do have a pinned StreamYard link out there. If you are a troll, please don't click on that link. Hopefully, most of my viewers are not trolls. But uh, let's see. That bearded guy says, I remember when they tried to ban Mortal Kombat because it was causing kids to be misbehaving. I've played Mortal Kombat. It's not All we did was kick each other in the nuts after playing Mortal Kombat because we thought we could be one of the characters. And none of us could get our legs up high enough to kick each other in the head. So we just resorted <laughs> to kicking each other in the nuts. Like, there, there's nothing wrong with that. So, um, <laughs> speaking of which, uh, they brought in uh, the character Omni-Man in that series now. By the way, um, we keep seeing the bearded guy, but I'd like to know where his wife, the bearded woman, <laughs> is at. <laughs> Uh, Rob D says, <clears throat> values weren't passed to the parents, so they don't have them to pass. Ignorance is a problem. Well, if that's the case, if it's two generations or more old, how the hell do we fix it? Uh, Abby says, there isn't a single root cause, just like there isn't a single solution to fix all the problems that we have. 
Oh, 100 percent. There's not a single root cause. No, but no, there's multiple things that are contributing. But that just, doesn't that doesn't mean you just throw up your hands and say, "Ah, it's screwed up. It's just going to always be screwed up." You know, why worry about it? We can't fix it. Now, that's not any way to tackle problems in society. Exactly, and that was my point too. Of you know, we can't just look at what appears to be the cause. You know, like I made the comparison with. You know, guns. Oh, guns are an issue, but guns bad. No, it, it's violence. And why are people committing these things? And you got to dig deeper. It, you know, like the video games thing. Um, you know, back in the eighties, you know, we had D. Snyder testify in front of Congress because you know, rock and roll music's bad and blah 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 blah. You know, um, D. Snyder. It, it's none of these uh, <laughs> inanimate objects, or you know, it's not music. It's not games. It's an underlying issue that's going on in the person's life that has to be dug deeper to. And like, Abby, like Abby said, it's never the same thing. Like it, it could be a single parent home. It could be somebody's getting bullied. I, there's so many things. One of the predominant things is kids these days don't fear punishment. No, that's what uh, Rob D. was saying a few seconds ago. He said, the root cause of this is not putting a belt on that butt. <laughs> yeah, speaking of which, uh, Gary, I think I mentioned this. Uh, you know what was better times than we are living now? Hmm. Religious or non-religious, the uh, Catholic Church systems back then, they would actually seriously discipline the crap out of you if you weren't listening to them. Oh yeah! Hey boy, yeah, come get uh, come get on these news. Uh huh. I'm Catholic. Tell me all about it, Let's especially see. with the wooden spoon. Oh, ruler! Yeah. <laughs> now Clovertack is out there. He says you can't just blame parents and parenting. I know good parents whose kids turned out horrible, and horrible parents whose kids turned out awesome. Taking personal responsibility <laughs> is key. Well, there's some validity to that for sure. Uh, let's see. Clover says, Oh, and if you've never watched testimony from D. Snyder, do yourself a big favor and go watch that. Not now, of course. Uh, Abby says, Warsaw, we see how veterans get treated when they get out of the military. That's why nobody's joining the military. Why fight for a government that's going to just screw us over? And Clover says Warsaw is like 15 times quieter than everyone else. He needs to crank up the volume. He's got a cold. Okay. Uh, Rob D says, I don't remember asking you, Siri, but thank you. Uh, (laughs) Rob D says, respectable isn't popular modern culture. I guess Siri wanted on a panel. Hmm. Maybe we should have an AI guest on the panel. That'd be kind of cool if you could have AI respond to questions and stuff like that. Okay, let's see what else I missed out there. Boomstick says, got to drive, guys, but I'll be listening. Be careful out there. Captain Codebook says, lack of manual labor and pride in work. That's also true. Uh, Let's see. Rob D says, people that know need to speak up with with family and friends. Unfortunately, when you do, life can get lonely. Yeah, that's true. Uh, Warsaw says, Abigail, you're right 
why serve a country when your country doesn't respect and value what you're fighting to defend and protect when you swore that oath? True enough. True enough. Lots of good discussion out there. 29 people out there in the audience. We're only about 40 minutes in. Chris Lang says, I grew up in a bad part of town where you took going to jail as a badge of honor. People just enjoy being bad. Mm. Oh, yeah, there's uh, things like that, too. Um, You know, depending on where you grew up, you know, uh, unfortunately, that you know, it it was a badge of honor to go to jail because it gave you a social standing, especially if, you know, like, oh, you could land uh, state prison time, not just, you know, time in county or anything like that but like oh man that guy went to state he's hard or you know like it's it's sick um the ideations that people will start to have about um certain things in life like i I don't understand how that ever became a thing like oh that that's somebody to look up to that that's something to strive for yeah Jacob S. wants to know, Gary, are you going to bring back the EBC chats regularly now? I wouldn't count on that. But uh, depending on how it goes, we might do it more often. CloverTax says, how veterans are treated is not why young kids are not joining. They are not even paying attention or care about all that. They are selfish, and there's your reason. That's probably true, too. I was kind of thinking that, but I, I was unaware that we were in a shortage of military personnel back um, when I had gotten out of high school, they were turning away people left and right because, well, they, they had no problem getting uh, anybody to join. So is this why there's a, you know, supposed to talk of a draft is that they can't get up. Cause I think another thing is um, Obama had cut a large, uh, amount of the military spending, which ended up causing the military to cut a bunch of people on purpose. Like, hey, yeah, we're going to find a way to get you out because, well, we don't need you because we don't have the money for you. Um, and to my knowledge, Trump never bumped that up because well, Trump wasn't getting us in any wars. Um, and now that something has happened, uh, you know, we're sitting there going, oh, w- we need people again. So defense dad is out there. He says, WTF is this? Good morning, everyone. Well, hello, defense dad up in the state of Nebraska. Let's see. Abby says, thankfully, more people are realizing that the government doesn't care about them. Warsaw says, Abigail, I was about to serve my country two years ago until I saw the dishonorable and disgusting way we pulled out of Afghanistan. Clovertech says most kids are too self-entitled to join up nowadays, and those who are predisposed to join morally cannot cope with the crazy politicalization of the higher-ups of the military. Uh, Rob D. says normal is a matter of opinion relative to your perceptions. Boy, that's deep. Uh, Bernie says, sadly, there's a few people I knew that had that mindset in school. Luckily, some of them found a way out. Jacob says, maybe that's why we're having the shortage. Parents telling their kids that wanted to serve that they were turned away from recruitment in their time. 
Clover says, we've been through all this before. Military was stripped during Clinton. If you think something you see has never happened before, <clears throat> think again. Uh, Rob Diesel. No, I was never saying it never happened before. I was just wondering if that's why we're shorthanded right now and why, you know, the supposed talk of a draft has happened. That's all. Uh, Rob D says, in my area, normal or average isn't good. Defense Dad says, this is the best day of the year. I got to stay up late and sleep in at the same time. That's true. You got an extra hour of sleep. If you have a sleep schedule, which I don't. Uh, Clover says, we have a lot of folks who are either too young or too uneducated to not understand. History repeats. Anything we go through, we have gone through before. True. Uh, Chris Lang says they're promoting the trans community in the military. Sorry, but not everybody wants to be in the barracks with all that mess. That's right. Uh, Mike White says, I look forward to this day. Defense dead. Bearded guys got to go. See you later. Abby says, I'm not dying for Israel and neither are my friends. So today is the only savings time? Uh, no, it's the end of daylight savings. Or, yeah. We are in standard time now. So, now, th- this is the last time it ever changes, right? It's never supposed to change again. Not, uh, I've to... heard that for two or three years now. Uh, well, I thought they... last year they had, uh, you know, actually passed that federally. And the then... Senate passed it, but from what I've read, it's never been signed into law yet. Go figure. <laughs> I thought the same thing. Thanks, I thought it was all done. I, yeah, I thought you. Yep. You agree with my comment, Gary? Let's see. Warsaw. The way Clinton handled her military was utterly disgusting. The Black Hawk Down incident in Somalia, and I'll never forget that. And Afghanistan. How old are you, Warsaw? Why you need to know? Respectfully. <laughs> Because I'm being nosy, and say because you said you were going to go serve your country two, two years, years ago, ago until you saw the pullout. But then you're like, I remember Black Hawk Down. That was like '94. So, and if you're old enough to remember that, because well, I was five in '94, and you know, other than learning about it, I don't have any recollection of it. So, if you have a, and I'm 34 now, so mm-hmm. again, if, I'm pretty sure they wouldn't have taken you because you'd have been in your 40s. No, um, I, the, the way I knew Black Hawk Down, I wasn't even born that time. I, so uh, I, you don't the way I knew about it. Have a recollection of it. You have a learning of it. I w- watched a movie about it, and that's what got me interested about the, the actual situation at the time because I never even heard about it. But again, you don't have a remembrance of it because you weren't alive then. Is the point? So well, you just aware, learned still, about it. Not even close, Jacob. Yeah, Jacob says, maybe he's 38. Uh, That guy's wife, Media, says, my daily norm is dealing with people who play stupid games and win stupid prizes. Aha. Uh, Clovertech says, "Uh, uh, uh-oh, Orsaw just got told. Wow. I really do miss that job. It was, I I really enjoyed it. I wouldn't say it was a fun, I mean, it can be a fun job, but uh, referring to uh, that guy's wife, Media's comment. um, Yeah. It's a rewarding job if you uh, do it right. I want to say hello to Agorizer out there in the chat, by the way. Uh, Bernie says, thank Benjamin Franklin. Hmm. 
Chris Lang says, America really does need to learn to mind their own business. I can't mm-hmm. imagine what we could do with all the funds given to protect other countries just this year. Facts. I, I've said since I was in high school, like, we need to go back to being neutral uh, like we were before World War II. Like, if somebody does something to us, fine. If somebody does something to our allies, okay, let's, you know, like in this case, Israel. Um, hey, we're going to help you out a little bit, but um, going directly to war with anybody for other people? No, we need to butt out, I think. Uh, yeah, it didn't work out real well for Pearl Harbor, though. No, um, that, that's the only time an exception was the um, Second World War. Uh, Abby yeah, says, but since then we haven't been neutral. So says, seriously, this world police bullshit needs to stop. Uh, well, then we, you look at NATO, things like that, and you know who's throwing all the money in. You know, there's how many countries involved with NATO, and you know we're, we're what seventy percent of the budget, I think. Uh, Jacob S. says, if half the funds to the military were stopped with the way politics is now, it would probably go to the Ukraine. <clears throat> Ukraine is a proxy war. Abby says, Israel isn't an ally. Look up the USS Liberty. Uh, Clovertech says, there have been no wars since World War II, only conflicts. Stop and let that sink in for a minute. Words do matter. Uh, Mike White says war equals jobs. True. Ghost Tactical says America can't afford to be neutral. The idea that we have to stay out of others' business is a little naive. We live in a world economy, and we are the only superpower left. Everything affects us. John Brown says 71 years young here. Rob D says the military was never meant to be the world's police. Uh, Clover says, why so many conflicts nowadays? There's an easy answer to that and why we get involved. Ready? Military-industrial complex. Hmm. (coughs) That guy's wife, Media, says, I love my job and I'm good at my job. Sadly, I deal with co-workers that don't have the same work ethic. Facts. That's one of the reasons I had to leave it. Yeah. It, it, It creates a dangerous situation for you. Um, and one of the worst offenders was our warden, um, which it came out uh, after I left, like two years later. Um, he was a lot dirtier than anybody suspected. And but so, I mean, I made a good decision in that sense. But um, going back to the you know world economy thing, perhaps, you know, we need to go back to being a production nation then instead of a consumer. Um, then if other things fail, we get to rely on ourselves, not have to worry about, you know, hey, we got to rely on this from the rest of the world. But I, I agree with Ghost. Like, that's one reason we are involved with everything is because world economy and, you know, we have to be, uh, or we are affected by everything else that happens. Well, we got something... Defense Dad says, on a different note, I need help with an intervention within our YouTube community, folks. I discovered Travis P11 already put up his Christmas tree yesterday. Oh, we got to do oh, something thank God. about that. Oh, my God. Now, nah, he was, he was there gonna... with his mom and dad. His mom. 
And mom probably put up a Christmas tree. <laughs> I thought he was going to have an intervention for me and be like, we got to get barbecue to stop being such a dick. Uh, we pretty much gave that up. Uh, Good. I'm glad. <laughs> I can only, it's kind of like the United States, you know, I shouldn't try to police all of YouTube. <laughs> uh, Rob D says, seems like we want to keep people on the U.S. dollar. Let's see. Travis or tacos and french fries says, what? I will join you for the Christmas tree intervention for Travis. Now, Bernie Sanchez says, war makes money for certain businesses. Of course it does. Look who profits come from conflict. Uh, Clovertech, not really about keeping people on the U.S. dollar as it is about keeping oil tied to the U.S. dollar. You Once again, it's all about oil. Uh, Warsaw says, by the way, barbecue, I won't tell you my age, but I'll tell you this much. I was born a few years after the Black Hawk Down incident happened. I might have been too young to even know about it, however. But there's movies. Uh, let's see. Jacob S. says, tree goes up after and only after Thanksgiving or December the 1st. Yes, that's typically right, although I don't put up a Christmas tree at all because, quite frankly... I don't spend Christmas here anyway. I spend it at my daughter's. She can have a tree. Uh, Warsaw says that does not mean my heart cries and cares about our servicemen when died at that time. You know, so it's not about... Oh. Go ahead, Tony. It's not about oil. It's about money. We could meet our own oil needs here. It just costs more. We won't do it, though. Yep. Speaking it's of oil, to ship stuff in. Speaking of which, who's the biggest oil producers right now? I know Saudi Arabia, it's Russia, China. I don't think they make oil, do they? I don't think. Never heard of it. I know Saudi Arabia was the biggest producer for us. But, uh, you know, according to, according to the government, we won't have to worry about oil soon enough because all our cars will be electric. And everything will be solved, mm-hmm. right? I refuse to switch to electric. I don't give two shits what you tell me. But they said we have to. Because there won't be any gasoline cars. You're going to have to. And we'll just be fine after that because we can use that nice, uh, clean, pollution-free electricity <laughs> that we've just uh, got in abundance along with our power grid that can surely stand up to all this increased demand. Yep. I think I'll hang on to my V8 uh, Suburban, thank you. <laughs> Me too. Say, uh, but no, I, I think as the technology uh, is improved, people are going to sh- start to change their mind. But, you know, like anything, you, when Glock first came out, how many people were like, I'm not owning that thing. It's plastic. There's no hammer, blah, blah, blah. They're like, mm-mm. No, and don't get me wrong, I, I still don't like Glock, but, uh, you know, it's the most popular handgun in the world now. Um, but how many people were resistant because of those things? And as technology improved and they got used to them, things like that, like I said, most ha- popular handgun in the world. And I think that's going to happen with electric vehicles, things like that. And, you know, as battery technology improves, as, uh, hopefully the grid is, um, updated so it can handle the extra load as, um, infrastructures built for the electric cars, things like that. I think a lot of people are going to make the switch because 
things improve. Things are uh, made better throughout time. You know, like look at the first combustion engine. Um, would you rather had that or a horse at times? You know, you had to go out and crank this thing um, like a madman to try and get it to start. You know, um, there are people that were like, I'll just stick to my horse. Pointing at the Glocks, there's still a healthy market for 1911s. Oh, 100%. Nobody's excited about the newest Glock coming out, but boy, you make a newer version of the 1911 and it's all over YouTube. Uh, well, part of that is also the fact that Glock really fails to innovate. And I know there's people out there cursing me right now. Oh, yeah, they do. Eh, you look at it, it's the same bland thing. Um, we have finger grooves. We don't have finger grooves. But, uh, whatever. Uh, Ghost says, I was there about a year after the Battle of Mogadishu. Biggest shit show I've ever seen. Worst place in the world. Uh, Clovertech says, we don't need oil. I agree with that, but the world does. And so that is why it's about oil. Natural resources are always a huge part, if not the main component of conflict. Uh, Abby says, I have a still. I'll make my own fuel. Uh... Mike White says, no thanks to electric cars. Clover says, I would make the switch to EV for sure, but there are just too many things right now that are not good enough. And uh, Woods Woods is out there. He says, not to mention the rare earth metals called conflict elements. <laughs> Jacob S. says, I hope that nobody builds a fully electric tank that goes up in flames and nobody wins. Uh, Wood says, Glock, five generations of perfection, each more perfecter. Uh, Jacob S. says, I just saw a car engulfed in a ball of flame Friday on my way to work. Uh, Bernie says, mining is the future until another part of political party takes over. Uh, Warsaw says, F electric cars. I don't have the effing money to pay for 50,000 doll hairs for an electric car battery anyways. That's just it. People want you to buy an electric car and say, oh, uh, by the way, it's going to cost twice as much as the last car you bought. And uh, you're going to have to stick this thing out in your driveway to charge it. So you're going to have to pay for that. Plus, if you go on any trips, you better plot out where all the charging stations are and be prepared to take stops every three or four hours to charge your vehicle. That sounds like fun trip across the country, huh? Let's load the kids up in the station wagon and go on vacation. And maybe not. Maybe not. Well, I'll tell you, the electric car thing won't work for me because I don't see any charge stations along the miles of gravel roads that I go to get to my cabin. I don't see them anywhere. I'm in small-town America. We don't have such things. Maybe in the cities they do. Uh, Defense Dead says, as far as cars go right now, hybrids are feasible with current technology. Fully electric vehicles are not. And Jacob S. brings up again the $10,000 battery replacement. Yeah. So Clovertech says, so screw whatever you can't afford. It should not exist so it can't be for, so it can be perfected on. That's a stupid way to think. Grow up, Warsaw. Well, and the, the you know, $10,000 battery replacement. What do you think the cost of Replace a motor. Now, Defense Dad's got a point. He says, Warsaw, but $50,000 is also what a medium-level new truck cost, unfortunately. (laughs) 
That's a fact, man. You can't buy a pickup for cheap anymore. Nope. Let's say, like, I've got a 2014 Chevy Cruze in my driveway right now that is throwing oil into the second cylinder and fouling out the plug constantly. To get rings done on that car, it's going to be $7,000. Good God. You need to find yourself a fucking children's manual. It ain't that or, or that's just above my pay grade, and I'm just going to get rid of it and not worry about it because I'm blind anyways. Bernie asks, is the UAW still on strike? No idea. Fluffy says, or carry a generator in the truck so you can charge it when it dies. Uh, Clovertech says, yeah, the battery tech, life and charge situations are major issues for me too, Tony. Then the cost, but the cost will come down and those things will get lined out. And the charge that they hold, things like that, all that's going to improve over time. Like, look at your cell phones. Who could just a decade ago if you wanted to play games on your cell phone that thing was dead in 30 minutes now you can play games for hours you can have your screen on for hours watching videos and all kinds of stuff but charging capacity where it holds longer and can go longer it's going to improve so fluffy 10 millimeter jeep guy says there's some small towns in northern michigan that have charging stations we may have one. I don't know where the heck they are. Uh, Clovertech says the engine on a 2023 F-250 is 30K if it has to be replaced. Gas and diesel vehicles are not cheap either. <laughs> Defense Dad says, am I the only one that's concerned the blind guy owns a car? <laughs> I owned a truck up until about two months ago. and I finally sold that after friggin' dad ran it into the ground. Miss that thing every day. Even if it was a yard ornament. Rob D says swap the engine barbecue. You can get one starting at two fifty. Wow. Wait, two hundred fifty dollars? I would love says. to I would love to know where. Let's say the junkyards around here, minimum two grand for the for a used motor. I'd check uh, out Rock Auto, you can probably get a rebuilt one for a grand. Agorizer says, make everything more affordable. Shut off the money printers. Hashtag end the Fed. Uh, let's see. We got some back and forth between Clovertech and Warsaw about electric cars. Clover's, Clover says, I ain't going to complain to you anyway, Warsaw. That's what you do, not me, bro. The uh, thing is, is that they're placing things like the whole damn country is in a city. Correct. And they don't contemplate what it's like where you have to drive 25 miles to get to a freaking town. Now, there's no goddamn bus here comes out and gets you and takes you to town. Let's see. Jacob S. says, you say battery tech will improve. How long have we been using batteries to turn over vehicles? And those sometimes barely last a year. What's been the call for improvement on those? They're just to keep the car running um, periodically. <laughs> you got a giant flywheel that charges it. There's not much call for those to improve. If the car was solely reliant on that battery to go from point A to point B, if, it, if you couldn't do that without that battery functioning, guarantee that battery would improve. I don't know, man. The one in my 99 Suburban 
I just had to replace it last year after eight years. That was a me on it. I don't know how long it was in there before I got it. Bernie Sanchez says you should have bought Asian. You can't buy American expect it to last more than two years. Let's see. Clover Tech says, thanks, barbecue. Got people talking about cars that don't know about cars. Hmm. I know uh, a lot about cars. Defense Dad says, I've gotten a lot of flack for looking at the Ford Maverick, but in reality, it's at the upper end of my budget and gets 40 miles per gallon. Would I rather have a full-size truck? Absolutely. Uh, they say it gets 40 miles a gallon, but I doubt you see that in real world. Yeah, that's yeah going downhill with a tailwind probably does. Uh, let's see. Clover says, people buy cheap car batteries and then expect them to last forever, too. Admit it, folks. I was not talking about Tony not knowing cars, speaking in general. Okay. so he wasn't right, man. Uh, Chris Lang says, 2012 F-250 motor cost $10,000 hairs. I don't own one anymore and only got 1000 for it. Ouch. But that's my uh, point right there. You know, everybody's like, oh, it's $10,000 to replace batteries. $10,000 for a motor for a truck that is 10 years old. Agorizer says, yes. government's answer is always one size fits all or else. We'll never know what technology should win until they take their thumb off the scale. Go ahead, Tony. I'm really hoping that these guys will work on using hydrogen as uh, internal combustion fuel. Mm-hmm. That would be a win-win. Now, they just got to figure out a cheaper way to separate the molecules of water into hydrogen and oxygen. By the way, Gizzard, your Chiefs are up 21 nothing. Good deal. X-Adam 1 is out there. My, I know that my Ford cars died at about 150k miles. My Honda is 391k and still driving. My Nissan made it to 280k. Woods says, I would consider a hybrid Wrangler no electric only. Abby says propane or hydrogen would be great fuel sources. And John Brown Productions says, I remember an article in 1971, Guns and Ammo Annual, predicted that the M91 or M19 1 and M16 would go into the dustbin of history. Huh. Well, propane might be something to look at, too. Uh, yeah, I was thinking day, about propane. Back in the day, I worked for a guy who had several vehicles that ran on propane, and they sucked. Uh, propane won't produce as much power as gasoline, but today, they're able to make a whole lot more horsepower out of an engine than they did way back in the 70s. Uh, but there we go back to innovation. You know, if everybody would have just poo-pooed on propane right away, it would never gotten better. I don't know that it has. Chris Lang says, back to steam. Uh, Clovertech says, propane yes. doesn't offer enough torque so long as you ain't hauling stuff. Tony beat me to it. Yeah, even my generators that are dual fuel, they specifically say they put, they have less output running on propane than gasoline. 
wood I believe it. Propane, propane accessories. <laughs> I, I don't care on the one because it's big enough either way to run my house. But, you know, hydrogen, I'm not sure to get more technical how many BTUs of energy are in a given amount of hydrogen compared to gasoline. It's probably weaker as well. Well, the problem with hydrogen is anybody hears hydrogen, they go, Hindenburg, Hindenburg. Eh, well, it's going to be quite a bit different nowadays than, you know, what it was way back then. Well, it's going to be in a pressurized tank. Exactly. I wouldn't be a bit scared. Like I said, I've run. And we have, a, you know, a hundred some years of technology. But I was just making the point, um, you know, whenever hydrogen is mentioned as a fuel source um that's people's default a lot of times is to go well what about the hindenburg well we got 100 years of technology that has been improved like i think we'll be fine yeah we used to have a propane tractor that set the propane tank right over the top of the motor right out in front of everything well it was fine That I think the thing that you get with hydrogen is it's super clean to burn, whereas propane is right along lines with other fuels. Well, if you burn, the, so the byproduct of a hydrogen vehicle would be water, is the thing. So, I mean, like, how do you get much better than that? That's my point. They got to figure out a way to separate it more readily or more cost effectively because right now it takes fairly substantial amount of electricity to do it Clovertex says "Eh, hydrogen is an element and that has never changed it's pretty volatile always will be that doesn't change so (laughs) gotta figure out the safety measures for sure now uh Barbecue, Rob D is asking, is it the 1.4, 1.8, or 2.0? It's the 1.4. It's the worst one you could have bought. I didn't know that at the time. Um, I mean, only through years of ownership, because uh, it's the only new car that I ever bought. And, like, uh, just ugh. Because um, the 1.4s were turboed, and Chevrolet put a pos uh turbo system on and i'm not even saying it's the turbo but it's just all the duct work for the turbo and fun thing with chevrolet because you would think the turbo and all of its components would be integral to the um drivetrain at that point which i still had a hundred thousand mile drivetrain warranty on the car um and at about ninety thousand miles i was getting a uh code saying that i had a turbo leak and I started looking into it, and that's because all the duct work pushing 100,000 miles starts to just rattle loose, and it, and with the way everything's fitted together, it just starts leaking everywhere. Um, I call Chevrolet, and they're like, yeah, uh, the turbo and its components aren't covered under the drivetrain. I'm like, how not? It, it's integral for this vehicle. Like, uh, ugh. So Clovertech says, hopefully people are not confusing hydrogen with propane here. They are way different things. Rob says, okay, I'll see if I can find one. Okay, cool. 
Uh, let's see. Warsaw says, The big question you should ask yourselves, if you replace parts on electric vehicles, where do you think we do with all those wasted chemicals? And how much keeps growing over time? We create more waste than produce in this country. Than produce in this country. Okay. All valid, valid things. Jacob S. says, Got to have the right application for each different fuel source. Yeah, that's probably true. Uh, one fuel source might be better for certain things. Like, for example, we were talking about a lot of city buses are being uh, ran on propane now. Uh, on a city bus, it never carries that big a load. That might be a good, you know, runs the same route all the time, blah, blah, blah. That might work there. So all valid points. So, Gizzard, I got a question for you, sir. Yes, sir. When you fired this up this morning, is this how you envisioned it going? Mm, no, but you just never know with the early bird chat. Uh, That's true. Yeah, that's one of those things that kind of takes off. It's kind of like when you light a firework in your backyard, you know, and you think it's going to go straight up in the air and be nice and pretty. Then the wind blows the damn thing over on its side and it goes into the neighbor's yard. Or, you know, you just don't really know until you light it off and see. See if it shuts off when I mute, ghost. Yep. Yes, it did. Okay. John Z says, It's a beautiful day, Gary. Next time, do an OTR video. Well, I'd have to go OTR first for that to work. Uh, Warsaw says, My mic is off. Just a thought, John Z says. Abby says, I'd love a high-speed railway to every major city in the country. I've got to um, ask. OTR. What's OTR? On the road, I, I presume. I was say, because I drove trucks, so whenever I hear OTR, I think over the road. Right. It could be something else, but I don't think that's... <laughs> On the record, maybe? Off the record? Well, that's another one. Uh, Clover Tech says, Warsaw likes rails. Well, if history is any indication, that worries me a bit. Uh... Goose says, no worries. I didn't know if it was my earbuds or not. No worries. Chris Lang says, the biggest problem with what I see is that everything has become disposable. Uh, Devil Dog 17013 is out there in the audience. Clovertech says, just now, I don't like modern tech advancing in personal transportation. I'd rather people be forced to use mass public transit. Just love the liberty and freedom of that stupid idea. Yeah, back in the day, if you wanted to go to the nearby town half hour away or something, even here, there was a train that would take you there once a day, if not twice. You could just hop on a train and go and then come back in the afternoon. And then all the trains went away and all of a sudden you got to drive yourself now. Uh, John Z says, I love natural scenery, especially now that I can't do any of that yet. Uh, well, like I said earlier, you know, there's a lot of ignoring the rural areas of this country when it comes to people's mindset about mass transit. That sort of ship will not work in these rural communities. Well, and that's the beautiful thing of the Electoral College. And I don't mean to, like, sidetrack, but um, it, it does play into t- what Tony's saying here. 
is, you know, that they're not thinking about the rural communities, you know, especially um, when you got to travel half hour, 45 minutes to, you know, get to a grocery store or something like that. Um, you know, there is a big issue. And like I said, you know, things are going to be improved over time. But, you know, are those improvements made enough in the what? Next eight years, I think it is 10 years that is supposed to be. Um, I don't know. I I think that's going to be a hard one to accomplish. But then again, with the way technology improves each day, maybe. But um, back to the electoral college thing, uh, that is why it's so important, I think, that we still do have an electoral college because what, you have the major populous areas and they tend to vote one way. And I mean, it's been like that since Rome, you know, the populous areas are what controlled. Um, and, you know, like I said, that's why the electoral college is so great. So um, if you ever have somebody that's like, Oh, well, you need to get rid of that. It's draconian, blah, blah, blah. Make some of these points. Now, Jacob S. says, Railway from four corners of the state to their capital and then from the capital to other states' capital would really do wonders for the U.S. Now, Warsaw says, The history of the railway is crazy. That's old school, man. Sweat and elbow grease with blood, sweat, and tears building mile by mile, state by state. We already had it built, by the way. The Old West, dark history of it was also especially the native indigenous people being pushed off their lands. Uh, you want to think about the rail mass transit stuff, just call up Amtrak and see how much it costs you to travel from one state to the next or across the country. Yeah. yeah it's about the same as a plane ticket. Uh, so sweet. No, it's not. It is. Last time I looked to travel from Nebraska or t- from Erie to Nebraska, it was going to cost me the same either way. For me, for me to travel from here in Illinois to Washington was going to be fourteen hundred bucks on Amtrak. Were you just sleep. going coach, or were you no, getting like a sleeper car? Getting a sleeper. Gonna be oh, in yeah, then it's going to be more. Because do you get to sleep on a plane? I mean, other than sitting in your coach seat, or are you going to fly first class when you get hey, on the plane? Don't take the plane three days to get there. Okay, but you can't. You're, you're comparing two different classes then, because the sleeper is going to be like getting first class. If you want to take the luxury of a train for three days and see the entire country. Cool. But if you're going to pay for first class at that point, essentially that's what you're doing with a sleeper car, then yeah, it's going to be more. But if you're just going to fly coach on a plane, that's like comparing nine millimeter against 50 cal. Like, yeah, they're both bullets, but at the same day, you're not comparing the same thing. Yeah. They're both forms of travel, but you're not comparing the same thing there. I'm just saying it's freaking expensive to go by train. And I'm saying if you're going to compare what would equivalently or be equivalent to first class for the train, then you need to look up prices for first class on the plane. Uh, I would imagine first class probably about 500 bucks. You imagine, but you haven't looked it up. But no, I gave up on the damn train. I don't want to fly anyway. 
I mean, to be fair, if you're going to fly, you don't really need the first class because you're only going to be on there two or three hours, chances are, anyway. Again, Whereas if you're going to be on that train, you're going to be living on there for two or three days. But again, and, and Tony, have you ever traveled via Amtrak? Uh, yes. Okay. So you're aware, like in the coach seating, like it's actually fairly roomy. Uh, the seats recline back. The person behind you, even when you recline your seat back, it has a fair amount of room. Now, are you fully laying down? No. But overall, it's a fairly comfortable ride. Well, now, to be fair, I was aiming the train trip to be a vacation. We was going to Seattle and then down to just outside of L.A., I think, and then back here to Illinois. Uh, we well, at that point, then, you know, do you want to spend three days of your vacation on a train? Like I said, I like the idea of the train because you, you get to see the country um, as opposed to just flying over it. And then you're in your next destination. And for some people, that works out great. Cool. Um, but again, as far as prices go, like I said, if you compare coach to coach, pretty equivalent. You can see the country on a Greyhound, too, but you're going to see some of the dingier parts of the country that's greyhound is gonna be cheaper as a whole normally but greyhound you're packed in there like sardines the seats don't really recline at all um when you're comparing uh how it feels to travel via greyhound to a train um take price out of i would pick the train every time as far as just the basic seating goes which i mean obviously you know, it's not like you have a choice with Greyhound to get something more luxurious. Um, no shit. Like, I think if I had the choice, I would walk before I took dog. Let's say, uh, but seriously, with Amtrak, th- there is quite a bit of room in front of you. Um, so if the person in front of you reclines their seat, you still have plenty of room. It- it's very nice. Here's a problem, though. In the good old days... And I'm not speaking from personal knowledge, but from stuff told to me by my grandparents and my parents. If you want to take a train trip to somebody, you could literally do it from any city in the country that had rail service, which back then was just about everywhere. You could yep. hop a small train to take you to the big city, get a, you know, switch trains on the big city and go to, to another big city. Nowadays, if you want to take a Amtrak somewhere, you may have to drive two hours to the nearest Amtrak station just to get on the damn train, so that's not available to everybody. I was so. going to say that, because that was one of the things with it, the mass transit idea. Hell, I have to drive an hour to get to a freaking Amtrak station. How oh, far yeah. do you have to drive to get to an uh, airport? Uh, probably uh, 30 minutes. Okay, so it's due to your location, it's a little bit more convenient to get to the airport rather than the train station? Yes. But the same to me. Because Amtrak don't... I'm in central Illinois, and Amtrak runs directly through Bloomington because it comes up from St. Louis, Springfield, and Chicago. Yep. And that's their main line, so if you want to get on it, you got to go points that they have a station at, which would be Bloomington. Whereas I'm actually closer to Peoria. But, so, if you lived in Bloomington, then you'd be right next to the train station, and how far would you be from the airport, then? Uh, it's about a mile from the Bloomington airport. 
But that's not a major international airport. Yeah, it is. Bloomington Airport's an international airport, a major international airport, like O'Hare or something like that. God, I think so. No. If it has international service, I mean, Kansas City has international service. Yeah. Let's say Erie International has international service, but it's not a major international airport. Well, I doubt that Pure is either. Right. But the point is, you know, saying, oh, well, the um, train station's only located here. Well, the major airports are only located here. No, but you can get <clears throat> you can get from a small airport to a big airport, but there's only so many train stations. I yeah, I'm pretty sure that the airport in Bloomington. I can't remember the damn name of it now. It does direct flights to Atlanta, like for a day, and that's how they work it out. Pure, it does the same damn thing. Let's see. It doesn't matter. I'm not going to get on an airplane anyway. It would be my luck that an EMP would hit while I'm there. At least if my vehicle quits running, I just got to wait for it to post to the side of the road. Don't end up so lucky with the aircraft when it stops running. Looks like it's called Central Illinois Regional Airport. That's it. It's a public airport in McLean County, Illinois, three miles east of Burlington. Okay, it is a primary commercial service airport is how it is classified. Okay, well, now I know. Uh, uh, by the way, Barbecue, New York Outcast says, After a quick search, I've found more than 15 good ones available to be pulled with different mileage over three locations, all at 250 there you go. Rob, oh, you if, if, you, if Rob could send me those links, uh, that'd be awesome because uh, I'm sure I can get a buddy with a trailer to help me go snag it and uh, do a swap. Then he because says, for 250 that's way better than the two grand. Then he says, does barbecue have a garage? Uh, uh, you don't need no stinking garage? Come on. don't need no stinking garage. No. Uh, actually, though, here, here's a task for you, Rob. Can you find a 1.8? Because, like I, I always said, if I replace the motor in that, I'm going up to the 1.8. Because the 1.4 is trash. So Mike White says, I like taking road trips by car. This summer went from Los Angeles, California to Ogie, Oklahoma. Fun trip. Well, for certain in a car, you can stop and look at stuff you want to. Right. I really enjoyed going to Las Vegas those two times with uh, the gun snob because we get to go through Arizona and New Mexico and just had a good look at parts of the country I'd never seen before. So it was fun. It's like the trip to Wanamaker. You know, we got to see a whole bunch of stuff that we didn't even realize existed. Well, we were killing a couple of days out there just because we drove and had... Of course, you can go somewhere and rent a car, but right. it's just nice to have that freedom to go and do stuff as opposed to stopping where the train wants to stop. Like, yeah, we were driving by the Grand Canyon and the snob said, 
you know, I was at the Grand Canyon once when I was a kid, and I don't remember it, so I want to stop and look again. Well, we stopped, stopped and looked at it. You can do that in a car. Um, so it looks like I was right, Gary. About uh, about Amtrak having a high speed rail. I remember they had one. It's called everywhere. Excel. It's called Excel. I don't know where exactly, but they have parts in the United States here. Okay. They're trying That's to jack right. up the speed of Amtrak here in Illinois, but I don't know if it's what you would consider high speed. I think they were looking at like 110. But look at that thing. That thing's beautiful looking. Thing is, you've got to redo hundreds of miles of rail to accommodate high speed trains. It's not like you could take existing rails and run those things. Well, I mean, we're talking high speed on high curvature, so yeah, obviously you got to amend the curvature and everything else going on. Talking like right. a lot of high speed inertia. A lot of the nation's, you know, rail infrastructure, what's left of it is old, very, very old. So, uh, Pony 47 is out there, by the way. Yeah, let me look up that Excel of rail lines to see where it leads to. Bernie Sanchez says Subaru had a truck in the 80s. It was called the Brat. I remember the Subaru Brat. Oh, yeah. Uh, let's see. John Those little Z- things are kind of cute. Oh, yeah. Had the seats in the back of them. Yeah. Facing backwards. Yeah, you couldn't do that today. Uh, John Z says the Acela is pricey with limited destinations. Okay. Yep. Yeah, it's only limited to some areas. Uh, Massachusetts, Boston, New York, Pennsylvania. I mean, uh, yeah, in the yeah. in the places that have high speed rail, it's great. I know Europe has some of that. Japan has all kinds of it and stuff like that. But you gotta you gotta put in the money for the infrastructure, and then will people ride the silly thing? That's just it. You gotta have a demand for it. Yep. Will people get on a train? And by the uh, sounds of it, they just installed it on the I-95 corridor. Right. Americans, by and large, won't give up their vehicles. I mean, we're pretty independent in that way. But Think about it, though. If you had high-speed rail, like, say, from here to Chicago, which is about 150 miles, three-hour drive in a car, if you could make it in under an hour, well, you could just about justify working in Chicago and living 150 miles away. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, even better, if you actually took the time to make a rail line from, say, New York City all the way to Chicago, I mean, you could be there in, like, less than maybe a one or two days just to get your business. Now, Wood says, we had a new high-speed train here, and it derailed the first time, killing many, like, two or three years ago. Uh Let's see, Mike White says, in reference to his trip, didn't really see much in New Mexico or the panhandle of Texas. Yeah, it's kind of bleak there for a while. But Oklahoma and Arizona were pretty each in their own way. And Mike, just be thankful you didn't go across Kansas on 70. Wow. That's not exactly the most beautiful part of Kansas. <laughs> and most I'm from boring, Most boring stretch of highway I've ever been on in my life was that one. I'm not sure how 70 in Kansas is, but you should try running across 86 in New York. Oh, my gosh. 
I-70 in Kansas runs basically east-west from Kansas City through Topeka all the way over, all the way into Denver eventually. And it's going through the northern part of Kansas, which once you get past, much past Topeka, is pretty much prairie. There ain't a damn tree anywhere. No. Not one. Yeah, friggin'. So, like, 86 in New York, it runs across the southern part of New York, east to west, and it's just not too far above the PA line, Um, but there's just nothing. I mean, there's trees. I mean, so, like, yeah, if you like trees, cool, Um, but it's just tiny. I I mean, there's a lot of times you don't even realize that you've passed a town. Um, like the exits, you take the exit and you're, I'm in the middle of nowhere still. Like I've got to travel to get to the town that this exits for. Um, it's just nothing until you get over by New York outcast. And then all of a sudden there's a bunch of stuff. Now, speaking of New York outcast, he says a car is freedom. No train drives around the neighborhood. So the kid will fall asleep in the car seat. Oh, that's true. Uh, yeah. See that? See, this is the problem. New York Outcast doesn't want to take care of his kids. He's like, you know what? I could pick you up and coddle you and be nice and you know get you to stop crying. He's like, no, sit in this car seat. We're going for a ride. I'm not being involved. Now, come on, who hasn't taken their kids for a ride in a car to get him to fall asleep? <laughs> no, I, I definitely did it. it it's freaking great. They actually started making bassinets and stuff now that would uh, mimic like the street lights passing over the car and made it where um, it would kind of rumble and vibrate and actually have like the sound of the car motor. That's a good idea. I was like, that's pretty sweet. They're expensive. Abby, Abby says, try I-4 in Florida. Okay. Uh, John Z says, Gary, Kansas has some huge wind farms. Pretty amazing. So massive. Uh, not if you have to live around that crap. They're pretty ugly. Uh, tell you the truth. Oh, uh, yeah. Don't like wind Yeah, we farms. got wind farms all around here, too. Oh, uh, Gary, you ever seen one of those implode on itself? I've seen movie, uh, videos of it, yeah. <laughs> it just shows you those things are bound to fail pretty soon. Yeah, that's a fact. Uh, Chris Lang says, if that train stopped for any length of time in Chicago, it would get tagged and everyone robbed pretty quick. Yeah, wouldn't it be funny to see that shiny new Amtrak sitting up on blocks? <laughs> yeah, with the gang signs painted on the side of it. Yeah. Uh, Bernie Sanchez says, wind farms suck. Devil Dog says, I just looked at Amtrak and from Northern California to Western Mass, it was about 520 round trip coach and about 2,800 round trip roomette, which is a sleeper room with a shared section, restroom, and shower. So again, we're comparing coach to. It's a hell of a lot of difference yeah. between. Uh, yeah. About six times. Damn. Five or six. That's why I keep saying you got to compare coach to coach. My point was at the time I didn't want to travel coach. We wanted to live on that train for like nine days. But the thing is, then you're going to pay the cost. You can't expect it to be the same as a plane. I didn't expect it to be the same as a plane. I said it was fucking expensive. But you said, have you looked at the cost of uh, 
traveling with a train compared to a plane. Yeah, that and what was I was a saying, fair comparison, but still. I mean, 100%. Because, like, yeah, I looked at um, a sleeper car option to go from Erie to Omaha. And I was like, $1,100? No, I'll pay the, you know, uh, 280 that it was to just travel coach. But, again, I've taken a train from Erie to Omaha before. And I know, like, oh, hey, it's actually fairly comfortable. Uh, like, the worst part is the eight-hour layover in friggin' Chicago. I figured out that if I really wanted to get the taste of the train, I would just go to some of these rail museums and ride their steam engine locomotive setup and spend, you know, 50 bucks doing that for a couple hours. Most definitely. Now, Rob D says most people in America are all about now. The freedom of grabbing your keys and going when and where you want or need can't be replaced by a train. That's fair. Tell that to kids today. I mean, not the train part, but... Uh, Gen Z? Uh, whatever, Gen. I don't care what the heck the Gen is. There's kids today, It apparently uh, more and more of them are choosing not to drive because they have options like Uber and things like that. Which, on one hand, I understand. Like, If a car is not really necessary to your way of life and you only need to go somewhere every once in a while... Like, I totally get, like, all right, I'm just going to Uber because in the long run, it's going to save you a ton of money, especially when you look at the cost of a new car. Um, it's insane. Clint Torres is out there, says good morning, folks. I mean, speaking of that, I mean, how bad's the car economy right now? You know, just on the market. Well, I mean, how bad? Um, depending on which side of the line you are. Um, I know a lot of used car salesmen that say business is great because those things are 10 years old and still selling for 15 grand. Yeah, nobody can I'm afford like, a new Ooh. vehicle. Hell yeah. You yeah. can't afford to use one either. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. It's got, you know, 150,000 miles. Um, you know, it's 10, 15 years old and they're still asking, you know, 10, 15. I'm like, what, the, are, what in the world are you smoking? But places like CarMax and stuff like that, they're doing big business now because you don't have to just go look in your town for a vehicle. Now you can just go on CarMax and find one anywhere, you know, in your area. And they'll even bring it to you if you want to. So you, you can shop the entire area rather than just your city now. That's how I got my vehicle. Yep. I don't quite get that bit with kids today not wanting to learn to drive because, Jesus, I wanted to drive from the time I was 10. Absolutely. I couldn't wait. But, like, you, so, again, like, with, like, what New York Outcast mentioned, like, it was freedom. But these kids have freedom now where they can just, when they need to go somewhere, ring up Uber or Lyft or whatever the heck it's called and just take those to be their mode of conveyance. Um, and when you, if for some of these young college kids and whatnot, they don't really need a car. They're just walking around campus, things like that. They're, um, you know, they're confined to that uh, campus town and it doesn't really bother them because it's got everything that they need. And if they got to go further again, they got those rideshare services. And at the end of the day, 
you know, when you're young like that, you're talking 200 some dollars minimum per month for insurance. That's insane. Um, you know, unless mommy and daddy bought you the car, then you're talking about a two, $300 a month car payment. So right there, you're talking about upwards of five or 600 bucks a month for a vehicle that you're going to, you know, really be traveling how far in. Well, when I was a kid, now Tony might have some insight on this. Uh, wasn't just traveling in a car that you had a car for. Let's just say we enjoyed all kinds of recreational activities in our vehicle. Indeed. Indeed. <laughs> How the heck do kids nowadays even? <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the thing. They they do that, you know, Netflix and chill thing. You're going to come over to my place. We're going to turn on Netflix. We're not going to watch a movie at all. We're just going to, you know, fornicate on the couch. We didn't have that option. That's what the car was for. I, say, I would like. I, I, I would say it's safe to bet that my first two kids were conceived in the back seat of a '71 Ford, <laughs> <laughs> or maybe the front seat. I don't know. It depended on how much hurry was going on. Yeah, depending on the night. Yeah. I said, "Oh, heck, you probably could have done it in the trunk with how big some of those were back then." Yeah, back in those days, you had in the trunk. Just going to say you had to pay attention to how comfortable the back seats were, too, because you never knew when you were going to be using the whole vehicle. You didn't just yeah, say my first car was a 98 Mercury Garamarti bench seat in the front, bench seat in the back. Yeah, that's 98. Try a 76. Whole different. Put that 98 in the trunk of that 76. And when I would have been looking at like a 76. Uh, you know, when I was 18, those were considered classics and I couldn't pick up one of those for 300 bucks. You know, now this is, might be getting a little crude, but 76 Mercury Grand Marquis was the last thing me and the old lady ever tried to do at any car in. We'd been married for a couple <laughs> of years. I'm like, this is fucking ridiculous, man. Let's go home to where our bed's at. <laughs> and that car is friggin' huge. I so, said, yeah, you guys probably didn't have to worry about, you know, like, friggin' seatbelts jabbing in the ass or anything back then. Oh, no, nothing like that. Ugh. That's, like, the worst. It, like, the ones that, I, I don't know who made the ones that pulled down, but um, they deserve a Nobel Peace Prize. Like, once you could have a vehicle where you could push them down out of the way of the seat, uh, yeah, that's wonderful. Thank you. Now, Woods has a good point. He says, when we were kids, we were told to never talk to or ride with strangers. Now we can summon strangers to ride around with. Oh, yeah, we got to pay for the privilege now. Yeah, The sad thing is, it's more dangerous for the stranger, it seems. Yeah, it is. That may be true. The uh, thing that I find odd is my kids, my eldest, she was ready to drive when she was 13. I look. I, mean, I would take her out and let her drive truck around stuff. The next three of my kids didn't want to get their license until they was about 30. And, of course, their mom don't have her license either. She did for a while, but she got to where she couldn't see well enough to drive anymore. Get some glasses and drive. I don't want to fucking haul you everywhere. But that's why I'm up at 4 o'clock every damn morning, so I can take it to work. 
And she puts her check in my bank account, so I guess I shouldn't bitch much. Well, there's something to that, yeah. I mean, I don't get spending on stuff I want because there's bills, but still. Oh, well, that ain't right. Come on, man. <laughs> Are you talking about responsibilities here? Come on. Yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to retire to a cabin in the woods. So, keep bills paid, trying to get this house paid off, some other stuff. My utility bill, Jesus Christ, my electrics went up. Oh, yeah. Uh, Abby says, the dilemma of trying to decide between being a passenger princess or a badass street racer. Uh I'd rather be the badass street racer myself. No shit. Let me drive that bad boy. Although I've learned at an advancing age that putting that pedal to the metal every freaking where you go costs you a lot of money and fixing shit you tear out. It does. Mm-hmm. And Just tires. Be- yeah, tires back in the day when we were young. Shoot. $100 or so, you could have new tires on your vehicle. You can't even buy one for that. <laughs> Jeez, it just cost me 800 bucks to put tires on my truck about a year ago. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Abby says, I've been told I drive like a Floridian. I don't know how they drive. I haven't heard a lot about Florida drivers. I haven't been in Florida, though, in almost 10 years, so. God, I've been in there in 30 years. Yeah, that's what it is on the Dakota. $200 per damn tire. Ouch. Because Dodge decided that this one, being the highest package they offered, needed to have the 17-inch wheels that are fucking foot wide. Mm-hmm. Like, this thing is just a mid-sized pickup truck. It don't need no handling package because it ain't got enough engine to make that worthwhile. Abby says, $200 per tire on a Tahoe. Uh, Rob D. says, I forced my lady to get her license. After more than 10 years of carting her around, I had enough. So now she drives my vehicles. Uh, Defense Dead says, just took me an extra 25 minutes to get to work because of a damn marathon. Damn health nut hippies go to the YMCA like normal people. You know, <laughs> I had thought about pushing the old lady to get her license, but I've seen her walk into shit so much lately that I thought, nah, I don't think so. My insurance is finally coming into a range where I can actually afford it. You don't need to be adding anything. Oh, yeah. We've got about 10 minutes until the giveaway. We still have 22 people out there in YouTube land. Thank you, everybody, for watching and or listening. Uh, there's a link in the YouTube chat if you would like to jump in. Um, let's see. Abby's and, Go oh, ahead. Sorry, Gary. Oh, I was going to say, and Gary's back on the Facebook. So if you want to be one of those cheater, cheater, pumpkin eaters and double up, now's your opportunity. Hey, get on Twitch and get all three. Oh, snap. I think that's only Tim S that does that, right? Sure. 
There's a lot of people out there on Twitch. Very nice. Uh, Abby said, Clint, my ex said it, so I'm pretty sure she wasn't complimenting my street racing skills. Rob D said, the first year was rough, Tony. Apparently, three people ran into her. <laughs> you know, yeah, when that... my lady did get her license, she never got into an accident. She did fine with driving. Uh, but, like I said, her vision has gotten to the point where she can't see well enough in her mind to drive. So, you know, I ain't going to push it. I'm not doing any fucking thing else. Although I'm going to make her go to work two hours early tomorrow, I think, so I can go hunt. Well, there you go. You can just go there and sit and wait. Finstead says, I was almost late to work, which would have been ironic. I just wrote up an employee yesterday for chronic tardiness. Well, yeah, but you're the boss, man. You can do that. Uh, Rob D said, and the police only came looking for her once. Well, there's that that I know of, he says. Uh, Brian Bridges is out there with the hashtag. Welcome, Brian. My missus only got into it with the cops one time, and that was for driving on an expired license. Yeah. He didn't didn't write her a ticket because it was only like three days after her birthday. She sounds like a rebel. Nah, she just didn't pay any attention. Should have said she's a rebel. It would make her sound way cooler. Come on. Yeah. Brian says, been, what is this, an EBC? Yes, it is. Go ahead, Tony. I've been uh, married to the woman for going on 43 years. Who was way, way in the distant horizon. Back. Abby says, I only have one speeding ticket, though. Yeah, speeding tickets are expensive anymore. That's another thing about that driving fast. Used to be a speeding ticket back in, quote-unquote, the day was $25, $35, and you were done. Not so anymore. I haven't gotten one in ages, knock on wood. Of course, I don't speed all that much. Depends another thing... When you grow older and you stop driving at 80 all the time, I found that I stopped hitting deer. Yeah. I mean, I had hit 11 of the sons of bitches up to a point, and then I decided to start driving, you know, just set my cruise on like 60 or 65 instead of running as fast as I feel safe going. I haven't hit a deer since. That's been. 10 years. That's what I had to do because I started getting threats from my insurance company, you know, about how you've had this many tickets in this amount of time. They upped my deductible, you know, all this stuff. It's like, well, maybe, just maybe, as I age, my reflexes probably aren't as good as they used to be. I finally had to admit it. Maybe you need to just slow down. And that's what I did. And Knock on wood, it's been almost five years since I've had a deer accident. So, yeah, there's something to that. Uh, That guy's wife, Media, says, It's my car, and I drive it. I'm not a fan of I'll make her. 
I like being in control and my freedom. Good thing it takes all kind to make the world go round. I figured somebody would jump in on that after a while. Uh, Abigail says, ironically, I got the ticket for going 89 in the Tahoe, but not 140 in the BMW. Well, cops might have just figured they couldn't catch up with you. Uh, Defense Dead says, only one ticket in my life, and that was a BS speed trap. And then we have Guitar Gear Report out there. It says, sup, homies? Howdy, Jeff. So, I broke this down for a trainee uh, years ago. Um, because he wanted to speed everywhere. And so let's say the speed limit is 60 miles an hour. To cut your travel time in half, you'd have to do 120 miles an hour. So to cut it by 15 minutes, you're going to travel at 90. So say you do 75 and a 60, you're only saving seven and a half minutes. Is that worth a $300 ticket? See, the thing of it is, is, the way I drove, it was not about saving time. It was about not being bored. Because, you know, like back when I was first started driving, you could only drive 55 on the damn interstate. And that freaking bore you to death. Yeah, I remember those days. That sucked. I think I've had two speeding tickets in my life. I've got stopped for other stuff. Uh, I might have had but every one of them I deserved I mean they got me dead rights every time X Adam one says I've paid thousands no exaggeration in speeding tickets wow uh, Rob B said, driving has been so different for me now not that I'm not driving now that I'm not driving the Civic instead of being followed or harassed I'm invisible I actually had an officer wave to me in the Subaru Wow. That was sympathy. <laughs> yeah, probably. Uh, Defense Dad says, I did get a warning for doing 120 and a 55 once, though. Best friend was with me, and his uncle pulled me over. Well, you're just lucky. Yeah. Let's say, uh, driving's been really different for me, too. Um, for some reason, people panic and call the cops every time they see me going down the road with my blind cane hanging out the window. Hmm. I, like, I'm still feeling around, make sure I don't hit anything. Like, come on, don't, calm down. Don't hang it off the rearview mirror, people will see it then. <laughs> Yeah, you probably exactly. see more than most people anyway. Probably. Uh, possibility. The last speeding ticket I got was 75 bucks, so that should tell you how long ago that one was. Yeah, it's a good while. Abby said the speeding ticket I got in the Tahoe was 490. Ouch. Oh my gosh. How fast over were you going, Abby? Rob D says, if you don't keep up with traffic locally, you're more likely to get stopped. Well, that's true, too, especially down in Texas. Those people will run you over. They'll say that you're impeding, yep. Um, But there's also uh, studies done now that actually show that slow drivers are uh, one of the primary causes for accidents. Um, so there are studies that show, like, yeah, you should raise the speed on the interstates. Well, yeah, because you get bored, then all of a sudden you start drifting off into something else to think about instead of thinking about driving. I remember going out to, when we went out to Wanamaker, when we crossed into Oklahoma, the traffic flow was running at 100. I think the speed limit was 85. 80 or 85. 
on that, I think it's Will Rogers Turnpike, everybody was running 100. Oh, yeah. Hey, this is all right. But it's kind of odd to get past when you're trying to get down the road. You're doing, you know, 80, but semi-pass at 100. I want to say hello to G. Webbs, who is now on the panel. Good morning. Hey, G. Hey, Tony. Long time no see. Thanks for hosting them, because you're also yeah. barbecue. Also barbecue. I got to give evening. Afternoon, crap. I keep uh, so used to saying evening anymore. Yeah. X Adam one says There's no way to tell what time it is with you time travelers. You people that just willy nilly change your clocks all over. I have no idea what time it is right now. That's true. Maybe cops shouldn't be pulling people over for driving fifty and a forty five or seventy and a sixty when there's no traffic on an open road because they're bored. Yeah. Abby says she was doing 19 over, but I also had a Florida license and Lindsay didn't have proof of insurance. It was her truck. Oh, so it's more than speeding involved there. Uh, That's one of the things I hate anymore. The idea that, oh, you got to give us your proof of your insurance, your registration. You know all that when you run my plate. That's all in a database. Yeah. As soon as I drop insurance, if I didn't tell my insurance agency that I acquired new insurance with such and such agency by, I don't know about other States, but in Pennsylvania, they require that insurance agency is required by law to notify the state. Then you get a thing from the state saying, Hey, if you don't uh, provide us with a new proof of insurance within 10 days, we're going to suspend your registration. Yep. I think Uh, it's tied in here in Illinois too, because I have not been asked for proof of insurance for the past eight years. Uh, and I have been stopped a few times. That guy's wife, Media, says Texas is huge and it takes forever to get where you're going. That's true. Okay, 13 people entered in the giveaway, which is coming up here at the top of the hour, which it's almost there. Rob D says they seem to think people doing the limit or under are impaired or trying to hide something. Yeah, that's true. So it's hashtag. like listening to everybody talk about gun shops yesterday. I was trying to be like, you know, people that work in a gun shop are there eight-hour shifts, five days a week probably for however many years they're on the clock. Like how many customers are they seeing? And then people have conversations where they tell you about what it's like to run it, well, how they should run a gun shop. So it's I'm sure it's the same thing with cops. How many people do they pull over every day? Ten? I don't know whatever, eight, 10, five, 15, you know, whatever. If it's a traffic cop, maybe way more than that. So they, they can tell from a mile away what a car's doing. I'll bet you. I mean, oh, I, yeah. just from back in the day, knowing some, and I mean, it's like any job, you know, like ask a cowboy, which cow is an asshole. They can tell you, like, he doesn't have to interview every cow. He can tell by their stuff. So same thing. Like you ask a cop, which of these cars is a criminal. If you're, Somewhere like you meet five of the 10 qualifications and you get pulled over. Do you know if you're hitting five of the qualifications that, you know, on that stretch of highway is worth them pulling people over? So, I mean, I'm not trying to justify, you know, people abusing their position, but at the same time, I'm going to give it to people who understand their occupation and 
unless they're complete a-holes they're probably just playing the odds right like they're not pulling people over because they got nothing else better to do they're pulling people over because they're trying to you know get another whatever somebody off the street or something okay we're gonna go ahead and run the giveaway and see who the winner is and it is guns and barbecue Oh, this is friggin' right. Look at how in the internal chat it says barbecue, you're about to win. Get ready. <laughs> I, yeah, it's all oh, that. I told you to put that in Braille so I could tell Gizzer. Come on. And it's even um, on the YouTube side, so you didn't even get... Look at that. Um, send it to Abigail. Send it to Abigail. She's the one that uh, prompted you to do the uh, giveaway, so... Okay, that's true. It was her no. idea. Uh, leaning towards what G-Bubs is saying. I don't, I really never give it a thought about the cops because most of my dealing is with the city cop here. Or one of the city cops. So I got to jump so, out. Thanks for all Alrighty. Thanks. So I don't think they're playing any real game. I mean, if they see you not fully stop at a stop sign or shit, they'll stop you. But last time I got stopped was for squealing tires in my truck. And I said, well, you know, it's things got a positive track rear end. If I push on the throttle a little hard, taking off from the stop sign and turning, it squeals the tires. I said, well, then don't do it. Okay. But I didn't get a ticket. All right. So want to go back to Rob D's comments. Doing five over and not hitting the brakes normally works out better in my area. In some smaller towns, 30 does not mean 30, not 32, or you're getting a ticket. All depends on location. Uh, well, I, I think the little towns rely more on the money they make for tickets, too. Yeah, could you know, that be. goes right into the city's finances. Not claiming their speed traps or anything, but I mean, they're just not as forgiving about it. I want to say hello to Ozzy Orsborn, who is out there. Mikey! What do we have here? Uh, Devil Dog says, Many years ago, when I was a part-time police officer, my sergeant told me his favorite reply to, Why did you stop me instead of the others, was, Have you ever gone fishing? Did you ever catch all the fish? Well, that's that's true. Uh, X Adam one says, wait till you get pulled over in Texas for the infamous license plate light being out, even though it isn't. It's happened to me and happened to my son yesterday. They are BS stops. G Webb says, sorry, had a 10 a.m. thing. Didn't realize it was so close to the top of the hour. Ah, well, that's all fine and good. It's all fine and good. Anyway, we are halfway through. Early bird chat, I guess, if we go all the way through four hours. And that all depends on whether we have four hours worth of talking to do. Uh, kind of fun to fire everything up. Abby says, I sent you the new address. And let's see. She did. All right. Very good. Thank you, Abby. I'll get that to you here. I'll get you up a, a package of some prize stuff and get that sent to you here shortly. I'll be right uh, back. I need to go get coffee. That sounds good. Get me some coffee while you're at it. No. Uh, No? Okay, fine. (laughs) 
Rob D says, I've been stopped for a dirty plate light in New York. Wouldn't even let me clean it off. Yeah. Okay, so. Guns and Barbecue. Hey. You you had a book club this last week, correct? I did. I did. What what new book are we reading? Um, we're not reading any new books right now. Um I mean, I'm going to read some for leisure, uh, hopefully come up with a good, a couple good options for when we fire book club back up. But just with the time of year, um, you know, we got Thanksgiving that is like, what, two and a half weeks away now, roughly. Um, you know, then you got the Black Friday immediately after that. And then that goes into the full swing for the holidays season. And uh, so probably fire that back up in uh January or February, perhaps. Uh, but Anfi has got two more episodes left and shutting that down. Uh, partly, again, because uh, just, you know, holiday season's coming up and stuff. I've been having some terrible tech issues uh, with my mic and stuff. So I'm going to get some new equipment in the downtime and come back with a new show, I'm hoping, in March. Okay. So... Things are changing out in the live stream land. Uh, Travis T, not Travis T, Travis P11, as uh, he got to episode 300 of Caliber Corner, decided it will no longer be a weekly installment. He's just going to do it as he sees fit, which is fine. I mean, after 300 episodes, I think you've earned the right to take a little bit of time off. <laughs> uh Ozzy says Kansas City is winning twenty-one to fourteen in the fourth quarter. Wow! All right, I really need Travis Kelsey and Butker to do something. Like, dang it! Yeah. Oh, they on your fantasy team? Yeah. Oh, okay. I, I was already in bad shape because my quarterback got injured. I had Anthony Richardson, and so I've been struggling to find a replacement since then, and um. Travis Kelsey's been, you know, keeping me afloat most weeks because uh, he's, you know, just been going off. And last time I checked, he got like 27 yards or some crap, not even. I'm just like, crap, you know, uh, if uh, Mahomes can throw him the ball, that'd be great. Uh, if Butker could hit like a 60-yarder again, that'd be great. The well, bad thing is if the defense is keying off Kelsey and double-teaming him, then you yep. might not get a whole lot of opportunities. A lot of times yep. that's a strategy. Friggin' uh, Denver did that. I was like, oh, my God. Let's see. Wood says, book club, what dumbass thought of that? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not yeah. Probably some asshole in the Pacific. Oh, wow. I just said a bad word. I'll have to donate later because um, I'm not on the YouTubes right now. Um, I'll do that on Friday. Uh, and I know I said other bad words, but like I feel like a-hole's probably at the top of the list for donations. Um, but no, I feel like the a-hole that did that was probably in, in the Pacific Northwest. Possibly. Uh, Defense Dad says, I just finished a 30-ounce coffee. Hope you're near a bathroom. I think I'm going to be peppy today. You might be. Uh, Warsaw Patriot has returned after a hot shower. 
to get this wrap out of my nose and lungs sucks being sick. Hot steam, best solution, feel a lot. Yeah, it should work. Uh, Defense Dan says it was delicious. Brutal awakening from Blackout Coffee Company. Yes, Blackout Coffee is delicious. <clears throat> if you're interested, check it out at blackoutcoffee.com. And if you'd like a little bit of money off that, use the uh, checkout code GizzardGary. Uh, I'll I'll parlay that into a money-making opportunity. Sure, why not? Uh, Rob D says 30-ounce rookie. Yeah, I didn't have 30 ounces of coffee. I sure wish I was close to my coffee maker, but unfortunately, it's clear in the kitchen, and I'm not. Warsaw Patriot says, been looking into gun barrel coffee. That one I've never heard of. Hmm. Yeah, they're a good company. Help all a lot of vets, too. Are they in Poland? They're American, it, barbecue. Is there Polish coffee? Well, I don't think they grow coffee beans in Poland. So. I Probably think, not. I think barbecue has some needs for some Polish people, I guess. I mean, I, I like Kielbasa's next as much as the next person. I oh, got some in hurt. my fridge right now, as a matter of fact. Here, uh, try this. Well, I mean, I don't know how you like to cook your kielbasa, but uh, you last kielbasa? time I made kielbasa. That's Serbian, by the way. I'll, I'll call it kielbasa because we won the war. <laughs> That's Serbian food, not Polish. So anyways, if you, uh, what I did was take and toss the uh, kielbasa kibasi because we won the war um in the crock pot with uh sauerkraut i know this doesn't sound sauerkraut yeah it's good to uh original but i added in apple cider vinegar hmm. oh my gosh it was incredible i i was just looking for a couple things to you know kind of jazz it up a little bit and that apple cider vinegar was awesome with it yeah if you yeah, sauerkraut and kielbasa because it just kind of, it's a great flavor together. That sounds really good. I'll tell you what, uh, do not ever have schnitzel. That stuff's nasty. <laughs> oh, just because it's German, it's got to be nasty. I don't know who cooked what, but it was nasty stuff, dude. I got sick after an hour. <laughs> Well, now, bratwurst is German, for sure. It's good. No, bratwurst mm-hmm. is fine. It's a schnitzel, that stuff. Ugh. Like Wiener schnitzel? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can't say too much. I think there's a little bit of German heritage in my family, so. Nothing wrong with that. I can't imagine anybody named Burger probably might have a little bit of German heritage, too. <laughs> Uh, perhaps just a, just a tad. <laughs> i tell you what, though, I need to try borscht. That's never something I haven't had in my list for a while. Ew. <laughs> what? What's wrong with borscht? Isn't that that blood sausage shit? No, it's, it's, it's a soup, Gary. Oh, I wouldn't know. It's, it's just the name of it. it. sounds disgusting. Yeah, it sounds nasty. <laughs> Tony's trying to come back in. Here he is. Oof. 
Let's see. Defense Dad says, Rob, that's the biggest my single-serve coffee maker will hold in a reservoir. <clears throat> wow. I don't have a coffee cup that holds 30 ounces. I don't think. I think about 16 is probably the biggest I have. I don't have what some people might call a silo of coffee. <laughs> Let's see. Now, Mike White has a question. Hey, has anyone used or know anything about Colt Defense Double Tap 62 gram 223? I bought 180 rounds of it yesterday, and I'm wondering if it's any good. Rated at 2,900 feet per second out of a 16-inch. I don't know anything about it. Colt Defense Double Tap. Never heard of her. I feel like uh, he's going to need to turn on a camera, buy a chronograph, and uh, be the authority on the ammo now. Or get Paul Harold to test one or the other. Rip off the meat target, do it. Your your mileage may vary. Yeah. Hey, uh, I sent you some Gary. There's you a be for a gum barrel coffee and a little something extra for you. You be the judge. Uh, Rob D says, I'm on cup four. I believe it's 24 ounces, but I'm just warming up. Wow. I've got plenty of coffee up in the cabinet. All I have to do is make it a cup at a time. I think I typically make. 12 ounces as big as my Keurig will put out at one time. Let's see. Ozzy says, I performed some gunsmithing yesterday. Installed an upgraded extractor from Tandem Cross in the Ruger 9mm PC charger. Now, Chris from 740 says, I've shot double tap 10mm and it's as fast as I rate it. Okay, that's helpful. Rob says, I've heard it. I can't recall anything. Let's see. I've got a couple. Oh, there it is. Look at the size of that cup. Jesus. That's a big bubba. <laughs> Damn, I don't think that'd fit in my coffee maker. <laughs> Blind jokes aside, I don't see anything. Are oh. you screen sharing? Let me bring it up here so you because it's an Amazon link. I could screen share it easily. Enough. Oh, hold on just a minute. I oh. will oblige and you will be able to see. Woo-hoo. Okay. You say I wasn't seeing nothing either. Well, now you can see it. Bubba Classic Insulated Mug, 52 ounce double insulated mug with handle bottle opener and tightly sealed lid keeps drinks cold, hot or cold for hours. That's a bucket, not a mug. I'm sorry, but why the bottle opener? Nobody is opening, what, <laughs> four, four and a half beers to put in there, four and three quarters beers to put in there, and then, you know, just close it up? Like, no, friggin', not everything made today needs to have a freaking bottle opener. Good golly. I've got one on my knife. Is that it down at the bottom of the handle? Is that the... Yeah, it's got to be it. Okay. So you've got this huge mug of coffee that holds half a gallon of coffee, and yet you've got a bottle you got to open? What the hell are you drinking? Uh, probably used for a root beer float. That's the only thing that comes to mind. 
So a cup that size is probably more often than not used for cold stuff as opposed to hot. Yeah, I would personally. For a, bo- for a bottle opener, that's the only thing I can think of is like for root beer, for root beer float. Oh, if you like Mexican beer, you have to have an opener. <laughs> yeah. That's true. But if you carry around a Leatherman like I do all the time, you've always got a bottle opener. Yep. So there's that. Or a bottle of whiskey, maybe. You don't need a opener to open a bottle of whiskey unless you're impaired. Yeah, normally a twist top or a cork. Yeah, I just carry a 16-ounce hydro flask for my coffee cup. I've not seen a thermal mug that works better. Yeah, that's just it. If you want to carry a little bit of booze with you, get one of those flasks you just stick in your pocket. (laughs) Unless you're wanting to really go on a bender. I mean, you can carry a nip or two in there easily enough. Don't drive with it now. I'm not advocating that. <laughs> uh, you know, if you're somewhere safe and that's what you want to do, you do you. Uh, uh, I was going to say, you know what? This is America. You do what you want. That's right. Yeah, but well, probably shouldn't. Know. Probably shouldn't. <laughs> if you're caught with that in Illinois, you get a ticket for uh, illegal transportation because it's not in a sealed bottle. Yeah, you would. If it's in a vehicle, yeah. I mean, if, if you're transporting alcohol legally, that's only if you have the stuff sealed and it's not open, correct? Yes, here. Let's see. My or if it's said. locked in your trunk, I mean, you can have yeah partial bottles locked in the trunk of the vehicle, but don't have the trunk. But then again, you got to be in trouble having stuff in the trunk if you've got too much back there and you go across state lines and they accuse you of trying to what, evade bootlegging? paying alcohol tax. What, bootlegging? No, 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 no. I'm talking about like, for example, when I used to, when I was dating the gal that lived out in St. Louis, she was real close to the, she was on the Illinois side, but right across the state lines, so they would run into Missouri to buy booze because it was cheaper that and cigarettes cigarettes but, yeah it's substantially cheaper on cigarettes but you'd have to be careful because if you got caught with a couple cartons of cigarettes in your trunk going back across the state lines they could nail you for it well i usually picked up four cartons when i come back from illinois because 65 bucks a carton as opposed to 100 here but yeah, they'd go across the state lines to Missouri to a place called Dirt Cheap. That's where you'd buy your stuff. I mean, uh, I'm not a smoker, but I mean, gosh, I remember the cigarettes used to be like, what, $18 a pack, $20 a pack? Now it's like gone up to 30 to $40 a pack now. I can remember they were $0.50 cents a pack. Yeah, I swore I was going to quit smoking when they hit $0.55. Cents. <laughs> Back when gas was $0.69 cents a gallon. Shit. I mean... Now, depending on what you buy, it's like 55 cents a cigarette. I mean, they're making a big buck right now in the the cigarette market. Uh, They're still 10 bucks a pack here for name brand. Damn, chewing tobacco evens went up. I got a roll, five rolls of Copenhagen 
couple of days ago was $24 for five rolls. Like you said, they used to go to Missouri to get cases of Coors to bring back to Illinois. We used to go to Iowa. I'm farther up in the state. But, yeah, we would make runs to Iowa to pick up Coors. Oh, yeah. Uh, Defense Dad says, my milk went bad, so I put heavy whipping cream in the coffee. It was delicious. Of course it was. Uh, Devil Dog says, that's a respectably sized coffee mug. That's a long trip travel coffee mug, though. I wouldn't need that at home. Uh, Rob D says, that cup is for the guy that always gets stuck making the coffee at work after making the last pot. It's a payback cup. (laughs) I, uh, don't have a cup holder in any of my vehicles that that thing would fit in. Let's see. Devil Dog says, true that. Figure it's 52 ounces, so you fill it with 46 to 48 ounces to leave room for creamer and leave about a cup left in a pot. Ha, 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 ha. Ozzy said, we used to go to Missouri to get cases of Coors to bring back to Illinois. Let's see. Uh... Rob says, every once in a while, police stop people transporting cigarettes or fireworks from PA, but it's normal around the 4th. Mike White says, I remember cigs being 25 cents a pack and gas 25 cents a gallon. Oh, yeah. Did he say from PA or into PA? Because PA says. That's what I thought you said. So I say because we don't get any good fireworks here in PA. Um, we got to go to Ohio for those. Um, and as far as cigarettes, at least everybody I know, um, if they're traveling for cigarettes, they're going over to Ohio to get them because it's cheaper there or they're traveling up to the uh, um, reserves, the Indian reserves in New York. I don't really remember gas, 25 cents a gallon, although I do remember one sign saying 21 cents, but it was on a closed gas station uh but i do remember buying it for my mini bike 35 cents again do you remember back when uh the hunt brothers had a corner on the silver market and silver prices went sky high and there were some gas stations that if you paid with silver quarters were selling gas for the cheap back there in the late 70s for a while Let's see. X Adam one says, "Haven't you seen the movie? We're the Millers. That cup is for self-defense." Okay. <laughs> uh, Devil Dog says, "I don't remember cigs and gas at twenty-five cents, but I do remember them both being well under a dollar." Yeah, me too. Defense Dad says, "We just make our own fireworks. All you need is maybe I shouldn't say on YouTube." <laughs> yeah, that's true. I uh, think when I initially started smoking, cigarettes were forty-five cents a pack. And that's here in the small town, not going somewhere to find them cheap. So that should give you a hint. I've been smoking for a while. Okay, so we still have 22 people out there. Two and a half hours in. Let's check in on the football score. If I can find it. Well, that says 21 to nothing. I thought Ozzy said 21-14. 
Is that updating? Let me check it. <clears throat> That's not updating. Why is it not updating? Huh. Yeah, my score thing on Yahoo is broken. <laughs> so, uh, Gary, question. Huh. So, say if I was transporting open liquor, but it's in a box that's locked up with a lock on it, and I haven't had an ounce of alcohol while I'm driving, yeah, an officer pulls me over, sees that it's a locked up alcohol, I mean, is he going to put me in cuffs, or I have to prove that I, I haven't drank anything? Okay, say again. If there's, like, say there, I just came back from a party, and there's a bunch of opened alcohol I have in a box, locked up with mm-hmm. a lock on the back, and it's just in the back of the vehicle, right? Mm-hmm. And I haven't taken an ounce of alcohol. Does that mean that he could actually just put me in cuffs just because it's open and it's locked up in the back? In the back? You're not talking about the trunk. You're just talking about in the back seat or something? No, I'm talking in the trunk like it's in a box locked up with a lock on it. As far as I know, in my state anyway, it's going to vary from state to state. In my state, you're probably perfectly legal as long as you're not over the limit. Yeah, here in well, Illinois, if it's, it's accessible to the driver, that's a whole different deal. 21 to 14, three minutes left, Gizzard. What you going to say, Tony? So here in Illinois, it's, if it's out of your reach in the trunk. You know, if it's out of reach? Side of, yeah. If, you can, yeah the, if it's in the car, inside the car, they consider anywhere in the car within reach. Yeah, the law is accessible to the driver. They don't consider the trunk accessible to the driver because you can't right, reach yeah. back into the trunk. Here in PA, you can get hit with an open container for having an empty beer can in the bed of your pickup. <laughs> I don't think they'll do it in the bed here in Illinois. They might, but I know they will inside beer. Yep. Unless you press the can because uh, people all in press the cans and they get arrested all the time. Probably depends on the cop. See, Rob says, prices have gotten a lot closer to ours, so it's not as big a thing as it used to be, barbecue, but people still get hit with trucks full of fireworks. Uh, Wood says, we have tribal stores for smoke, save $3 per pack, no tax stamp. Yeah, we have to go into Oklahoma to get that stuff. I get what Rob's saying. They get crappy fireworks like we do, too, but they're cheaper here. I got you. Wood says, I can remember gas. Uh, Buck says, who remembers SIG machines in a bar? Oh, yeah. Yes, indeed. And I just watched the video that showed them, you know, it's things that nobody sees anymore. They showed cigarette vending machines. You're getting a little bit more staticky there, man. Let's see. Mike White says, that was back in the early 60s that gas and cigs were that cheap. Yeah. Uh, Devil Dog says, Defense Dad, yeah, probably not a good idea to say on YouTube. I make my own black powder for some and buy Tannerite for the really fun stuff. Uh-oh, I said it on YouTube. Oh, I was just reading. Woods says, I can remember when breathalyzer were a van or ambulance size that came to you. Wow. Uh, let's see. 
Fence Dad says, holy crap, apparently you can now pay for groceries at Whole Foods just by scanning your palm. No effing way would I let them scan my palm and fingerprints. They're owned by Amazon. Wow. Uh, let's see. Guitar yeah. Gear Report. Related. Oh, go ahead. I'm not related to Gary. We just came up in similar areas of the country. Yeah, that's true. <clears throat> Rob D says, wing night is a dollar a wing. Yeah, there's no such thing as cheap wings anymore like they used to be. And you could get them. Get them for 10 cents or a quarter a piece. Of course, I can remember a day. Let's show you how old I am. That you could go into a bar. And you could get a draft beer. And you would have change enough for the pool table. And you still had 10 cents left over. The beer was 65 cents. And you put quarter in a pool table. You still had still had a dime left over. It was the good old days. Now you can't even find a 25-cent pool table. I think back when I actually started drinking, I only went into a bar once or twice because I really didn't care for it. But I think you could get two drafts for a buck. Oh, yeah. On a good night, yeah, you can buy a whole pitcher for like a buck fifty or something like that. I didn't really care for beer all that much, so... It's not a good deal for me, but I, I bought a, any booze in a bar in about forty years. Oh, it's been a long time for me. That's true. Uh, Defense Dad says they still have fifty cent taco nights, though. Ar Patriot Nation is out there. Says good morning, everyone. Uh, Rob D says, "Damn, so what was Jesus really like, Gary?" <laughs> I he wasn't a surfer old. dude looking white guy no he wasn't <laughs> oh man uh, let's see Mike White says times have really changed and not for the better for me anyway that's true I mean some things are better I'll admit, some things are not. I did tell you that if you've been around for a while, I mentioned going to see my daughter yesterday. And she gave me some news, and I said I'd tell you later. So if you've stuck around all this time, which you probably haven't, just to hear what my news was. And I haven't told a lot of people this, but hey, you guys are family. You know, so uh, my daughter let me know that... After 15 years of marriage, she is finally pregnant. So. I didn't do it. So, Hooray! Yeah, I asked my son-in-law. I said, you have any idea what caused that? And he kind of threw up his hands and nah, I don't have any idea. They've been trying for a long, long time. So I'm really happy for the kids. It'll be my second grandchild, but be there first. So That's awesome. Good for you, Gizzard cool deal for them so i get to be i feel like i'm the right age to be a grandpa this time the first time i was only 52 i didn't really feel like an old man now 
I'm old and retired. I got all the time in the world to spoil a grandkid now. It's like, bring them on. What's the matter with Snob, though? Snob always beating you to the punch on stuff. Well, my God. Snob was a grandfather at 39 years old. I had no no desire to be a grandpa at 39. (laughs) (laughs) I, uh... Back to what we was talking about slightly before. Back when I was a kid, you could run without quote-unquote supervision because everybody's parent would react like your parent. Uh, And any number of people could spank your butt if you did something stupid. Yeah. I, I couldn't envision letting a little kid run around outside without being there to watch him today. So, Guitar Gear Report says, did Gary really say he hasn't bought booze in a bar in years? Okay, there was that one time in Wichita this past summer when I may have been plied with a few drinks and then I ended up buying a round of shots for everybody but that was a kind of a one time thing I haven't been into a tavern to buy beer in ages I couldn't tell you what a beer cost I have no idea I'll tell you Uh, I think the last time I bought booze at a bar was I went into one for lunch and tried a Zima I bought a round of tequila shots this past summer at TriggerCon, and it was 74 bucks. Wow. Yeah. I thought that was for like 74 people. No, I think it was for... Probably like 10. Yeah, around the Maybe nine, 12. 9 or 10 people, yeah. Oh my gosh. And then you gotta throw a tip on top of that. Friggin'. No, I... It's been a while since I've been in a bar. I don't. I never did the bar thing, um, even when I was younger. Um, so it's basically uh, just a social thing. Like, oh, hey, the wrestling team booster meeting is going to take place at this, you know, what technically is listed as a restaurant because most places are listed as restaurants in PA. That way they can sell on Sundays, but, you know, more or less a bar. And, you know, I might order something then. But every once in a while, I'll see some sort of advertisement for, like, you know, dollar draft night or something. Well, to be fair, that night we were in a casino. We weren't exactly oh. at a bar. So. But we were close to the casino bar, if that counts. But uh, Let's see. Rob D says, I do remember gas being $1. fifteen ish I... Love to pay that instead of three ninety nine for sure. Ozzy says my granddaughter is twenty two. AR Patriot Nation wants to give somebody a cell phone number. Let's see. Uh Sam of Anarchy's out there says, Congrats, Gary, thank you. Your report firearm says the truth comes out. All right. I think bars at uh casinos are supposed to be you know, uh, priced very nicely because they want you to get liquored up so you go and lose more money at the tables. 
maybe. Of course, we weren't spending any money at the tables. We were all sitting around a big round table together. Uh, Defense Dad says, I did the bar scene way too much when I was in my 20s selling cars. My average monthly tab was around $1,500 in the mid to late 90s. Jeez. Wow. Ozzy says, Chiefs win 21-14. How did... uh, how did Kelsey do? Because uh, oh, he did awful. He did awful. Because oh no, um, definitely needed a touchdown out of him. So if it stayed at twenty-one, and they had twenty-one at the half, so they didn't do squat in the second half. Just yeah. So no, I'm definitely losing this week. Oh, so AR Patriot Nation's needing some thumbnail work done. He says I need some work done if barbecue will do it. Yeah, just email me. Uh, it's just gunsandbbq at gmail.com. There you go. All right. Defense says, now I barely drink at all. The last drink I had was back then at that casino. <laughs> That'll tell you something right there. All right. That was back in what, September? Yeah. Uh,. Rob D says, $14 drinks aren't uncommon depending on where you go. You can find places with drinks for 8 to 15 in my area. Staying home for drinks is definitely cheaper and safer. Uh, AR Patriot Nation says, okay, I will. Is your email on your channel, Barbecue? Let me put that. I'll just go ahead and put it. You mind if I put it in chat? Oh, yeah, that's fine. I was going to say, I got all way, all kinds of ways to contact me on my channel, but yeah, you can toss that in the chat. I say, I just said it out loud. And... Gmail.com, right? Yep. Okay, there you go. Did you spell out barbecue, B-A-R-B-E-C-U-E? No. Oh, okay. That's good, because it's not what it is. Guns, the letter N, B-B-Q, at gmail.com. Yep. Okay, I got it right. Cool. Uh, Gear Report Firearm says, I only drink when TJ is around. And TJ only drinks on days that end with a Y. So. <laughs> uh, Defense Dad says, I do have a bar close to home, though, that has 325 Morgan Pints on Saturdays, though. That's also taco night. Uh, AR Patriot Nation says, thank you, Barbecue. You're a well, good man. I don't care I what try. everybody else says. <laughs> oh, you should probably listen to everybody else. They're telling the truth. Oh, okay. Uh, Defense Dad says, I used to only drink if I was alone or with somebody. I've probably drank enough over the years to make up for the days I didn't drink. Let's just say that. Uh but Gear Report Firearm says, but I won't buy in bars. If I ever pay $14 for a drink, consider that your sign that I'm in distress and a team should be called to assist. <laughs> right? You can get a bottle on sale for that. Yeah. I personally can't tolerate being around drunk people, so drinking alone is my first choice. When I drink, I don't drink very much anymore either. I like a beer when it's hot and I'm going to That's one thing I like about most of my friends being on YouTube. Like when I feel like being sociable, I can turn on a computer. If I don't feel like being sociable, I just get off the computer and 
I'm back to my quiet old boring life here in the apartment. So if I want a quiet time to go take a nap, I just shut off the computer, go lay down, and instant quiet. Not that I'm trying to be antisocial or anything. I just like being in control. So it is 11.41 in the central time zone. The only time that matters. Time zone that matters, I should say. Uh, This is, in case you're just coming on, this is a special edition of the Early Bird Chat. Uh, formerly was a weekly thing back last year. This is, I believe, the second time I've done it this year, the first time being Easter weekend. So spacing them out about every six months. <laughs> Should probably do it a little bit more often, but it is what it is. So anyway, glad to see everybody again. Let's well, that's about the schedule we kept for the early watch at the end. Yeah. Finstead says, Gary has an active social life. I once saw him taking body shots off a naked Taiwanese midget at a bar. You lie. <laughs> that never she wasn't happened. She was midget. No, she was not. That's normal size for Taiwanese people. That's... Hey, at least he didn't say a he. Well, that's true. Well. How dare we uh assume this midget's gender. Let's see. Rob D says, when I drink, it's for fun, not issues with the drunk public. I don't do well with ass. Ass something, let's just say. <clears throat> I believe he's trying to say asshole. I don't know why he's afraid of the word asshole. You can say asshole. Oh, you can say asshole? I said asshole earlier. I ain't worried about that shit. Oh, terrific. I'm off the hook. You're off the hook, man. Take that, Two Live Moo. Where is Two Live? Oh, that's right. He don't get up this early, does he? No, he's got his uh, Rugrat and in-laws over. Oh. Yep. Ozzy says, Kelsey, three receptions for 14 yards. Yeah, that ain't going to help your fantasy team. No. That won't even get you a point. Dang, that's why I quit playing fantasy football. Uh, well, I'm playing in a PPR league point per reception, so I get three points for the uh, oh, three receptions. And um, all depends on how yeah. the league is set up for scoring. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, late in the season it gets kind of hairy because people get injured, and then you got teams that are well. If they're doing poorly, then they're trying to tank their team so they get a good draft pick, and that'll screw with your your fantasy team. Yep. So, uh, injuries, yeah. I hate that stuff. I mean, it's a fun thing to play. Um... Because it gives you a different way to pay attention to the league and stuff like that. Um, so, but when you, when you throw fifty dollars into a league trying to win a, win the championship, so you win five hundred dollars, um, it, it 
spurs you to pay attention that much more. But on days like this, it's like crap. That's one thing I will say about it. When I played fantasy football, I knew a lot more about the other teams in the league and the players that were out there because you kind of had to keep up with it. Yep. And, like, I, I don't have cable, so I don't get to watch the games at all even. So, um, you know, except because I have Amazon Prime, I get to watch the Thursday night games. So... Finstead wants to know, are there unicorns and orcs in fantasy football? Not that I know of. What's an orc? I don't know. I figure maybe he'll let us know. Sounds like nerd stuff. It does. Nerds! (laughs) Nerd! Haven't heard from the gun snob today. He must not be up and awake either. Of course... You know, being grandpa like he is now, he might have been, might have been up with the youngin last night. Never know. Probably just sitting in his chair eating Werther's Originals. In his rocking chair, yeah, sharing those Werther's Originals with the new grandson. All this stuff. I'm pretty happy for old Snobby. He seems to be taken to the grandpa thing pretty well. So Tony says a hobbit creature is an orc. Okay. Uh, Ozzy says, Kelsey's streak continues 101 straight games with at least three receptions. X Adam That's one. a dumb stat. Yeah. X Adam 1 wants to know, does anyone know the going rate for Browning A5 shotguns? Mm, I don't. Not sure. <laughs> I've never really looked them up. Rob D says, if you only gamble with yourself, you'll never lose. Gambling with others should be avoided, in my opinion. Yep. Uh, Devil Dog 17013 says, Rocking Chair, Werther's Originals, Decaf Coffee, and Prune Juice. Wow. And poor Snobby ain't even hit 40 yet, and he's already in the rocking chair. Wow. <laughs> Bless you. No, oh, thank you. And say, I feel like if Snob's listening right now, he went and fired up some George Jones. Well, need your rocking chair. Why wouldn't you? Right. I love me some good George stuff. Jones. Yeah. Yes, sir. Mm-hmm. All right, Artek and daughters. He put in the hashtag. Sorry, Artek. We already had the drawing about forty-five minutes ago. One by Guns and Barbecue. Prize goes to Abby Finnegan. Yes. Uh, and in about 45 minutes, when you hear this, Artek, uh, you might want to hit that live button. Or if somebody could just type it out in the text chat, make sure he's watching live. Well, he may have been going by the ticker I still had running. I oh, I didn't realize that was still rolling at the bottom. Yeah, it was. Uh, my bad. I want to remind everybody, by the way, that Gear Websites is your source for every second matters. Gun Channels Gear, MOID, and more. They have patches, stickers, and other items. And remember that every Friday is free patch Friday. But don't 
take my word for it. Let's listen to Gen Websites, and he'll tell us all about it. GearWebsites.com is your source for firearms-based playing cards and books. We also have mugs, shirts, and posters with designs that we've made live. Of course, we have patches. Every Friday is Free Patch Friday. We appreciate your support. Thank you for shopping at GearWebsites.com. That's right. Every Friday. So, in case you're confused, speaking of the gun snob, here he is right now. This is the gun snob, and you're watching Gizzard Gary. He looks much younger in that clip, by the way. <laughs> it's, it's all the hair. <laughs> oh, boy. Well, that was fun seeing snob. Say, if he's out there lurking, we should be looking for an FO about now. Yeah, that was... For an FO uh, barbecue. That was from back in 2020, so yeah, he was quite a bit younger back then. Wow. Yeah. So, yeah, it's coming up on SHOT Show 2024, so that's almost a four-year-old clip. Uh, Guns and Water is out there, by the way, saying hi to everybody. So welcome, Guns and Water. We still have 18 people out there in the chat. little over an hour left. If we go the full duration. Uh, I was going to ask if you were planning on doing that or not. All depends on if the conversation keeps going. I probably will. I haven't seen single shot. I I was just thinking of that. He was always on here for Sundays. I miss old single shot. Uh, Yes. Sam of Anarchy is answering X Adam One's questions. Six fifty nine ninety nine buy now price gun broker. That's of course in doll hairs, by the way. Yes, not and... any kind of currency that we're familiar with, because that would be wrong. So, is that newer used? I'm assuming used. And, but then, like that's a you know buy it now price for doll hairs. So, like, you know, one, you got to go get a bunch of Barbies, cut their hair off, count them out. Like, that's a big pain in the butt. Um, and just the fact, like, that that's the asking price. Um, you know, is that a finalized auction? That Those are the ones to look at. Because that could be on there for a year at that price. I mean, a lot of people don't want to count that, count that many uh, Barbie doll hairs. So Rob D says, he looks like the guy that sent drugs and cash to my place trying to set me up on his giveaway. Wow. Uh, let's see. XAdam1 says, <laughs> thanks. Someone is selling one in perfect condition for 600 and a Russian Mosin for three with bayonet all matching in great condition. Hmm. I think I'd snag both of those. Yeah, Guns and Water says, bye, bye, bye. I'm gonna say the Mosin. I mean, well, friggin' said that one time. Bye, bye, bye. <laughs> I think so. That was, you know, before my time, right? <laughs> Gizzard has plausible deniability. It's not that he wanted to listen to that. It was, you know, his daughter. That's true. I wouldn't know anything about it, but I heard it. Yes. Uh, let's see. X one says, "Looks original. A collector passed passed away. Someone is selling his stuff." Oh. 
hate that when it happens. Uh, it's a love and hate thing. Like on one hand, it's like, oh, I'm able to get this stuff. Awesome. But then it's still kind of sad to hear about somebody put the time and effort in to make that collection and whoever it's left to doesn't appreciate it. And there's like, yep, give me the money. Show me the money. Guns of Water says the current A5 is redesigned inside. <clears throat> Alrighty. You can't handle the truth. Sorry, different movie. So we got anybody that does afternoon chats on Sunday? I know G23 stopped doing his. So. Yeah, I don't think there's anybody that I can used think to of. Be Georgia Trapping and Fishing used to have an afternoon chat. One is that drawing that uh, Bald and Curious is doing on Scotsman's chat. Is that tonight or next Sunday? You know, I don't know. It's a good New York place. Outcast. You're best friends with Bald and Curious. Find out. Please. I say please because I'm not telling you what to do because I'm, uh, I'm a good person. Of course you are. By saying it as a demand, but then adding please, then that automatically makes it a request. Rob says, it's always sad knowing someone else's stuff is up for grabs by strangers, but better that than being cut, junked or cut up. It's true. Mm-hmm. Speaking of afternoon shows on a Sunday, didn't Rob do a Sunday show last week? Or was that on a Monday? I don't remember. I don't know. I may have missed it. Sometimes on Sundays, I might be taking a nap in the afternoon, so I miss stuff. Yep. Uh, just retired life, you know. Sometimes you feel like taking a nap. You take a nap, you wake up, and you've missed a live stream or two. And you don't mean to hurt anybody's feelings, and it's not that. It's just you missed it. But uh, it happens. Guns of Water says, my A5 never misses. My other shotguns miss a lot, therefore... I love the A5. Ozzy said he sent me a picture to share. He did. Ooh. He did. Oh, he met somebody famous. Oh, cool. Let's see. Let's see who he met. You suppose we might know who it is? I think you might know who it is. It's got to be gun snob. No, it's even better. He says... I met this famous guy in Indy this last spring. Look at that goomer. Still has more hair than Gunsnub. Look at the head on that one. Both of them. Oh, that's true. Yeah, Ozzy and I spent some time. Spent a lot of time out on the steps. Doing some people watching some other stuff and talking and getting caught up and stuff like that. Ozzy's a good guy. But yeah, that is kind of an older guy he's with there. Less of a beard than what I got now. A little more hair because I had, well, I'd been shaving my head for a while and then I finally gave that up. So I'm letting it grow back out a little bit. But uh, yeah, thanks for sharing that picture. I remember it well. All yeah, right. back when back when I shaved my head, I was able to begin to empathize with women 
having to shave their legs. Like if you you had to shave your head every couple of days to keep on top of that. If you didn't, then it got too long for the razor, and you're like, crap. Yeah, it got to where there was little places where it was bleeding and stuff like that. It's like this is just getting to be too big a pain in the ass. I just didn't want to do it no more. Because yeah, you got if you're gonna keep it shaved, you got to keep on top of it. It's not like cutting your hair where you can get away with doing it every other week. Yep. So, yeah, head shaving is a commitment. Uh, Wood says the famous Gary Gizzard. Yep, that's me. Guts of Water says whatever you value and collect will not be valued and sold immediately by your heirs. That's true, especially if they sell it for what you told them you paid for it. Then you're in trouble. No, oh, it will <laughs> really sell immediately then. Yeah, well, uh, Wood says, I was hoping it was a picture of his SP-101. Uh, Rob D says, still love the holster, Ozzy. Oh, yeah. Ozzy says, older, only by about 10 months. Yeah, there's not that much difference between the two of us. We're both pretty close to the same age. That's true. Now, Gunsnob, he's just a kid. I've got I've got a son that's almost as old as Snob, so. Snob will be 40, I believe, this coming. I can't remember what month it is. February, it seems like. I'd have to look at my calendar to tell you the truth. Yeah, he's coming up on a big 4 0. Uh, let's see what else is going on out there. It is almost i just got an email from somebody who is it nice i can't tell it went to spam hopefully it wasn't important it's really not oh no it was not okay so uh tony says my eldest daughter is 40 December the 2nd. Okay. Let's see. Uh, Mike White says, Heck, my kids are in their 50s. Wow. Brian Bridges said, Better not, I'll haunt them forever. Yeah. Ozzy says, My daughter is 42. Wow. That's getting at it. I met... When I was working at the nuclear plant many, many years ago, I ran into a guy. He's a temporary worker from out of state, but he was 36 years old. No, 32 years old and a grandfather. Wow. He said, yeah, I had my... I had my first kid at 16, and she had a kid at 16. He said, so yeah, I'm 32 and a grandpa. I'm like, Jesus. Nothing like family tradition. At that rate, you could be a great-grandpa at 50. Easily. Wow. Well, I'm hoping the cycle breaks for my ex's family, or else I've only got like three years. So I'll be, if that cycle continues, I'll be a grandfather at 37. Um, but apparently my ex's grandmother was pregnant at 15, her mother pregnant at 15, and then she had a kid at 15. That's what Tony's saying. He says, I knew a woman that was a legit grandma at 30. So, yeah. 
that would fit right in there. Yep. It is the top of our number four. It is noon central time. So we are in the home stretch, fourth quarter if we're playing football. So uh, Tony said she gave birth at 15 and her daughter Mm -hmm. gave birth at 15. Which, if you do the math, means there's a better than average chance that one or both became pregnant at 14. <laughs> yep. That's, uh, I that's mean, I get, guess that's getting at it, folks. I guess the pregnancy could have been their fifth day, uh, 15th birthday present. Like, hey, happy yeah. birthday. Pound, pound, pound. Oops. It could have been. I mean, you got to give them benefit of the doubt, I suppose. But, you know, going back to the, you know, heirs selling uh, Uh a family member's collections and stuff, like, that's the one thing that does kill me is when people are just greedy and they're like, oh, nope, I I want my cut because I'm taking it and selling it. And you've got that one family member that's legit, just like, this has sentimental value to me for this reason. And they don't want to break up the collection, and you know. And you got the other ones that are like, "Nope, tough crap." Um, and an example that doesn't involve guns. Uh, what's now my uncle's ex girlfriend, but he was with her for like ten years. Her mother passed, had like three hundred acres, and um, her sister, you know, wanted the money, and she's like, "How about we just..." save this portion of the property, you know, I keep my part, you can sell the other half and whatever you get and would not do it. They had to auction everything. And then with the money that she had gotten from the auction, she was able to buy a small part of the property. But I mean, went from 300 acres to like 30. I was like, that's just awful. Tony said, had a sister-in-law that gave birth at 14. Illinois is boring. (laughs) That's true. You got to have something to do. You got to keep busy. Uh, Devil Dog says, Old West Frontier Family Generations. Yeah. Guns and Water says, the trouble with triples is they're born pregnant. That's true if you're a Star Trek fan. But they're so cute and furry. Tony says, I'm dividing my collection amongst the grandkids. I'm, well, that hoping, was... I'm hoping this one will be a boy. But it's like I told my daughter, I said, my luck, it'll be another dang girl. Then you'll still be absolutely ecstatic when it's born. Yes, yes, yes. That's but I say that... I think that kind of goes back to what we talked about way at the beginning of the show, you know, parenting and being involved. And um, like my grandfather split up his firearms amongst his three kids, but then there is a firearm for each grandkid designated. Um, Now I got the grandest of them which was the 1899 uh, 300 Savage, 
which I say that's the grandest of them because that rifle was given to me by my grandfather, obviously, and he had gotten it from his grandfather. So, um, you know, there's a lineage there and to be bestowed with that, like I, I realize what that means. I, you know, I have to pass that on to a grandchild of mine and, you know, it's supposed to continue on. Um, but not a single one of my grandfather's guns have ever been sold. And that's because there is a value instilled in all three of his children and his grandchildren that, you know, those are precious items that you'll never get back. Right. G webs is back. Welcome back. G webs. Hey, sorry. I'm still dealing with the scheduling, trying to figure out what time everything is for everybody on the rest of the world. That looks like P-Webs. Old bacon bitch taking his nap there. Tony says, I hope the grandkids value the things, but if they sell them, they do own them at that point. That's true. You can't. This true. looks like a dog, but really, it's cake. Oh. <laughs> Let me get a bite of this cake. Hold on. It's pretty sure it's cake. Hold on. It's cake. It's cake. Hold on. I just got to find the good part. You got to find the soft part. I think it's yeah. there in the middle. It's all the icing here. Yeah. Just find the right part, then I'll get some cake out of here. Is this the cake hole? <laughs> I was doing this yesterday. It turns out he likes it. There's a piece of cake. Okay, I'll let him be. <laughs> that's that's awesome. Tony says, "Hey, that is Frank the Alien." Nah, I don't think so. He probably looks the most. I've seen all the movies and with a pug in it that I can find, and that's probably the one he looks like most, but. It's the one I'm not as fan of the most. Well, not the most, but if you pick him up and shake him while he talk, no, he just sits there. Oh, his squeaker's broke. If you if you squeeze him hard enough, he'll say, "Buy cool stuff at GearWebsites.com." I believe that would be good. You teach him that. Devil Dog says a snuggle pup. Yes, definitely. He's got his own action figure. He hangs out with Matt too much, so he's got his own action figure now. Oh, wow. Nice. Guns of Water says, Devil Dogs and Ring Dings. Okay. Oh, no. It's too top-heavy. Rob D. says, It happens with family-built businesses, too. Unfortunately, generations will build and one will sell out, screwing all the rest and ones to come. That's true. Some people suck, he says. Guns of Water says, Oh, please, he just lays there and looks cute. That's enough. Is it enough? Does Mm -hmm. that earn your keep if you just lay there and look cute? Maybe. Apparently. Maybe. But in his case, I think he 
He probably earns a little on the side part-time as a representative of the brand. Yeah, he's I a mean, spokesmodel. He stars yeah. in a lot of videos. Uh, he gets paid in treats, pretty sure, in belly rubs. I do have these gizzard bites. Mm. Oh, looky there. Yeah, that hit the spot. 100% gizzard. <laughs> That's the best stuff, man. 100% bacon bit approved. He's got a little set of stairs that come up next to me, and then he goes across my lap. So he'll come up the stairs, jump on me, go across my lap, and then jump up over on here now. So now he's got it all down to where whenever he feels like going to his little apartment up here, kind of monitor what's going on. Because this is a desk that's like the height of a bar. It's not like a table. It's like you know, standing waist height type of thing. Mm-hmm. So he can see the whole place from here. Looks like he's pretty comfortable up there. Oh, yeah. Got his little car seat thing he sits in. Brian Bridges says, Look at how gun prices have gone up and some guns no longer available. What and how do we remember our loved ones? Tony says, I took my 18-month-old Catahoula to the vet to get fixed last week. He isn't too friendly towards me at the moment. I got to do that with this dude. Here it was a deal where there wasn't enough doctors doing it. So the wait when I first found him and was going to keep him because nobody wanted him uh, was like six months or something crazy. So I just never even pursued it. Uh, And now I have to get back to figuring that out. I just banned mine. Guns and Water says, I have two Shih Tzus, and they really don't do work of any kind to earn their keep, just cuteness. Rob D. says, that dog is a government robot spy made to make you love it and report back on all your 9mm. That's an easy job for him. Zero, zero, zero. Yeah, coast is clear. So now Mello just got up. He's monitored that she went outside, so I don't think he'll be up here very much longer. Uh-oh. XAdam1 says, What is it with everyone wanting to have a transgender dog and getting them neutered just to take care of your dog if you don't want it to breed? No, for no me, it's not it's transgender. It's non-binary. It's peeing everywhere. Yeah. That's yeah, why... His favorite hobby is peeing on stuff constantly. Yeah, the same way with a male cat. If you don't get them neutered, you're going to be sorry in the long run. Oh, whenever I have a male cat, as soon as those things drop, I ban them. Yeah, it's not a matter of being cruel or anything like that. It's just a matter of if you're going to keep them in your home, you have to take care of business, so to speak. I didn't want to do it. Uh, Tony says it tames some aggressiveness. Yeah, it does. Wood says Chinese dog spy. He just found him set up. <laughs> well, that's possible, too. He just happened to show up in front of your place. Mm-hmm. A little radio. 
mm-hmm. notebook. A lot of dogs have radios and notebooks, though, and make uh, calls to unlisted numbers often. It's no big deal. It's commonplace. Then he's got a fondness for sushi and fried rice and stuff like that. But that's normal for dogs. This dog will eat sushi if you put it in front of him. (laughs) So I heard tell something about a trip to Hooters. Not for the dog, but for you. I love owls. I can't uh, talk too much about it, but yeah. Uh, you can okay. get paid to go to Hooters. So I got paid to go to Hooters, essentially. Well, I literally got paid to go to Hooters. It was pretty good. That's that's a pretty good deal. Found Boy. out that, one, they can't get an order right. Two, took like 20-something minutes to get essentially $9 worth of food. And, yeah, were you talking about, I seen something about paying for drinks earlier. Mm-hmm. I can't even imagine how much money people were spending there just to drink like Big giant glasses full of ice with some cola or maybe a little bit of booze poured in there. Like, no way. I don't have that kind of money. That was expensive. Like, I it was it was a lot of a lot of money being spent on drinks. I guess it was because of sports. People go there to watch the sports. It was twenty seven TV screens. I can tell you. Wow. Tell you the truth, I haven't been. I was only in a Hooters one time ever that I remember, and that was. Oh, gosh, 25 years ago, I'll bet you. Wow. Yeah, there was one in, like, the parking lot of a place we worked. So we would go there because there there's all kinds of specials and stuff. So it's, you know, if you're going there to get a special for lunch or something, it's just as cheap or cheaper than a regular place. And their food ain't bad, I don't think. No, no. Me, if I'm going to go into a place like that, I kind of like uh, Buffalo Wild Wings and stuff like that, but. There is a Hooters in Topeka. I don't think I've ever been there. For some reason, it's off on a side street. It's not on the main road where all the other shopping stuff is. I'm not sure why. Well, this one, it was uh, a place that was like a, uh, what do you call it? Like a strip center, I guess. Or like the, you know, when they make a strip center with the big anchor store and then in the parking lot, there's smaller strip centers. It was like in one of those where the smaller... You know, like maybe three 1,000-foot stores were next to each other. And I can't remember for life. I mean, I think they took all of them or two of them. But uh, where before they were just essentially, what, you know, a long rectangle 1,000-foot store, uh, they took it and turned it into a two-story thing that, you know, has some actual shape to it and kind of a – it's not like a Pizza Hut, but it's kind of like a big Pizza Hut shape. Or old Pizza Hut, at least. I don't know if Pizza Huts are still like that. But you know how the old Pizza Hut shape used to be? Yeah. So they, they definitely changed the shape of the whole building. So if it's something where Hooters likes to do their own architecture, then maybe it was a cost thing. Like, hey, let's let's buy this building that's way cheaper off the strip than trying to build some building right on the strip. Or, you know, rebuild some building right on the strip. Guns and Water says, Gizzard, I'm laughing. Of course, when it's not your balls, it's not cruel or anything, LOL. Mikey's didn't drop, so he had them cut off. He immediately became a chow hound. DJ, his brother, could care less. Uh, Ozzy says, Hooters has a good cheesecake. No, cheese steak. Oh, cheese steak. I read that. Totally different thing. It is. (laughs) It is. 
Although I did see a giant cha- piece of chocolate cake go by as I was waiting, and I'm like, "Wow, that's a pretty nice piece of looking piece of chocolate cake for." A, you wouldn't think of, you'd like you don't go. Mm, I'm gonna go to a beer place and get a big piece of chocolate cake. XN one says, "Goes to Hooters, Twin Peaks, or Chula's for the food." We all know why we go. Men of culture understand. Oh well, yeah, gotta have a hot meal, of course. I go for because I got paid twelve bucks. I'll take it. Let's see. Fred Bender is out there. Says my dog is transhuman. Yeah, that's true. Very true. We just lost guns and barbecue. Um, let's see. X Adam one says I live three minutes from a Hooters, six minutes from a Twin Peaks. Never been to Twin Peaks. Uh, guns and Water says Hooters wings were crunchy goodness. Wings do sound good for lunch. I could go to Pizza Hut and get some. Wings have a wing street not too far from here. Guns and Barbecue is back. Yeah, they started growing chickens with uh, eight wings on them. So that's that's what they should do. Wings. That's everybody's favorite part of the chicken now. Sure seems like that might still die. Used to be back in the day, they used to give wings away because nobody wanted them. Now that's everybody's favorite part of the chicken. Would you rather eat a chicken that had like eight wings on each side or a chicken where if you cut off the wings, it's like a lizard tail and it grows back. So then they just keep hacking the wings off the chicken and it grows back and hack the wing off and it grows back. Now that's an idea. You just put lizard DNA in there. It seems like I've seen that in a movie before. It's no big deal. Does the chicken still feel pain? Or is it like a fish and doesn't feel pain? Well, if it's got the eight wings on each side, you're eat, you're killing it and eating it, right? Like you're not yep. taking its wings. But uh, if it's the kind where you cut off the wings, I'm pretty sure any chicken that's like, well, die or feel the pain of having my wings chopped off a bunch of times, I'll take the wings chopped it off, right? Because that's kind of like a haircut or cutting your nails or something. I would imagine cutting wings off of a chicken that can grow its wings back wouldn't hurt as bad as we would make it seem like, right? It would be like maybe cutting your nails too short or something. Yeah, that's true. Never thought of it. Oh, no, that hurts like hell. Well, I know, but I'm just saying it goes away after a amount of time and then you don't think about it. And then it's like, oh, yeah, that hurts. And then it goes away. Or maybe you like getting a, when you bite your lip, it's like that. Like, oh, man, that hurts. But then it gone, it's gone so quick you forget about it. I don't know. I'm just trying that. to figure out, you know, ways they're going to make chickens so that you can have your sustainable wings. That's true. Unless they grow, says, what if they grow a corn plant that has a bunch of chicken wings on it somehow? Ooh. You eat that? No. Or, or a potato. That, that, that way you'd have your wings and your french fries all at the same time. <laughs> Ozzy would have to go to St. Louis for a Hooters. Wow. I have to go. There used to be one in Erie, but I think the closest one now is Pittsburgh. The one in Erie closed decades ago. Now, Guns and Water says fish feel pain. Rob D says the last time I went to a Hooters, a girl wanted to go. The girl coming to take her order turned out to be an ex. I've never been back. Some things just aren't worth it. Generation X, he just doesn't even like that whole generation so yeah. much that he won't even go back to a restaurant. And fish do not feel pain. They are missing that part of the brain. People think they feel pain because when they come out of the water, they're flopping all around and stuff. But like, if you were forced to go in water and couldn't breathe, you're going to start flopping around because you can't breathe. 
Now, Woods is out there. He says, unpopular opinion of the day. I don't like wings. Oh, man. Are you even American? Come on, man. Next thing he's going to say, he doesn't like macaroni and cheese. We're going to have to send him to Rick's place. <laughs> I know, right? I definitely don't like wings, but that's what I, I didn't try to order it, but they got my order wrong and gave me macaroni and cheese yesterday. And uh, it was actually pretty good. It was some kind of white cheddar cheese. That I'm gonna go have wings right after this show. Macaroni and cheese as a whole, I think, is overrated. But you find mm. somebody that makes a good homemade macaroni and cheese, and oh, it, it's next level. It's got to be it's the like bake lasagna time. or something. If you get grandma making you a lasagna and she knows what she's doing and makes it with love and like real ingredients, then. That's different than something frozen that they reheat and serve to you, right? Like a chunk of it. You know, that comes out of a factory, gets frozen, gets reheated at the restaurant, and you just get it plated. I don't know, because, like, even, like, uh, is it Stouffer's macaroni and cheese? I, that's what, I think that's it. Um, but, like, I, well, that's not I've seen where people get it for, like, uh, like, you can get, like, a five-pound pan of it at... Uh, GFS, and that's actually a pretty darn good mac and cheese. I, I was really impressed by it. And that's a you know frozen block of mac and cheese. You throw it in the oven and let it warm up, and it, but oh my gosh, it it was surprisingly good. Yeah, well, it's bad, but imagine it's a factor of the cheese, right? Like if they put decent Probably. cheese into it, it's like what's it going to do? Disappear? Like the good cheese is still there. I guess the worst they can do is make something gross out of it or do add something dumb to it. Oh, we're going to put raisins in there. Something gross like that. Yeah. I'm going to step out for just a minute. If you two could continue the conversation, I will be right back. I was actually on a chat um, the other night and they asked me, Barbie, what is with raisins and potato salad? I was like, I don't know what you're talking about. I was like, I've never put raisins in, in a potato salad, and I've never had a potato salad that had raisins in it. I was I'm like, that sounds idiots. I think I've had warm potato salad, which is pretty gross, but I don't think I've had raisins in a potato salad. I don't mind potato salad being warm. Like, like if it's it just... Yeah. I, all right, yeah, that would be different. I think, I, isn't I, that I how German like, potato salad is? What's that? Not like, room, not like it got to room temperature and I'm still eating it, but like... It was served warm. Like, I think that's how it's served. Uh, yeah, that might be a little weird. And I just, you know, normally you're eating potato salad with barbecue or something else where it's the cold part of the meal. And it's yep. like an alternative to whatever hell else, like a fried chicken or something like or fried fish, I guess, like, you know, whatever else you're eating. But, uh, you know, I don't want some warm thing next to that. But that's not what I'm looking for. Yeah. That's what mashed potatoes are for. Or like they serve that. Perfectly. Exactly. I mean, that's like having warm macaroni salad. Like, who wants that? Oh, no, yeah. That would be gross. Although, I, I do make a pretty mean macaroni salad. But it's it's going to be cold. And the key to a good macaroni salad, folks, is cooling your pasta properly. Well, I think that's a big chunk of it, too. You buy some garbage pasta that's just box stuff versus... I don't know, the stuff that is in a bag that didn't ever get that dry, so it's coming back to life, and or versus somebody who actually makes it. 
and that would be. I, I yeah, and I'd say I I shouldn't say that that's just Sakita a good max salad because like if you got a bad dressing for it, then it's going to be garbage no matter what. But um, one of the things people don't do is cool their pasta properly. What you need to do is the entire time that it's cooling, just stir it. And that makes it really starchy and sticky. And when you put your dressing and everything else in there, it helps it stick to the pasta. Yeah, it becomes like a sauce instead of like a separate thing that just drops. Yep. The so I don't know, is it a thing everywhere or just out here? But at some point out here, the stores threw in handfuls of shredded cheddar cheese into there. Into Mac salad? Pretty much anything like potato salad, macaroni salad, and I always thought like, oh, are they putting carrots in there? And I'm like, oh, it's jackpot! It is cheddar cheese. That ain't fucking carrots. I have but, not uh, had that. I'm sure it tastes just fine, but I have not experienced that. It messes with it because when it's just plain old, you know, shredded cheddar cheese, and I don't know if it's just government cheese that they're trying to get rid of or something, but they, like I said, at the stores out here, if you went to the, we call them fries or Safeways, if you go to one of them and buy it at the deli, it's going to have a handful of. You know, like what you might think is carrots in there. It's not like loaded in there. But anyway, it's enough that in my opinion, it changes the flavor of potato salad or macaroni salad. Like now you're, oh, for sure. you're just eating it and all of a sudden you're eating. It's like somebody throws a slice of cheese on top of something. It's, you know, you're getting that cheese taste and consistency or whatever in there. It's not bad. It's just, like I said, I don't know if that's like everything's changed like that or if that's just an Arizona thing. So Gunpowder Beauty is out there. Says what? the heck is this shenanigans i feel like she should jump on the panel and show everybody her two anus girls don't know she about should. food girls don't know she about had, cooking or food she hasn't got she hasn't got the guts to click that link up nope There's chicken this is a this is a guy's chat anyway <laughs> no girls allowed that's right uh, unless you're abigail or somebody cool like that i've never had abby on a live chat. Neither have I. I presume Abby has a voice, but let's see. Food for old fat guys, gunpowder beauty. Well, I don't know. Guns and barbecue isn't old. Uh oh. Uh oh. Uh oh. Looky here. Oh, you, you sat her right next to me. You ate us today. <laughs> What's that smell? It's your upper lip. Shut up. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to say why my upper lip smells like that. Blazed out. We're on air. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> well, welcome aboard Gunpowder Beauty. How the heck are you? I'm good. It's been a while. How's everyone doing? Not bad for a guy my age. Don't come around my shows no more. Listen, okay. Once you reach a certain age, you get tired, okay? And I've got three kids. I'm exhausted. I can't stay up at, that late with you guys anymore. I know. You, you're old enough to be a grandma now. <laughs> oh, my God. I really am. Especially in Kentucky. These girls start early. I was going to say, Snob's a grandpa, and he's only 39. So. Yeah, I got asked if Sammy was my grandson the other day. I was like, <laughs> oh, <laughs> Oh, man. Ouch. And they were like, oh, I'm sorry. How old are you? And I was like, I'm 38. And they were like, how old do I look? 
grandkids. And I'm like, no, my oldest is 14 who lives in Texas. And my oldest son here in Kentucky is nine. I better not be a goddamn grandparent. <laughs> Which kid do you predict is going to give you grandchildren first? This should be good. Oh, uh, in all honesty, it's probably going to be the redhead, the oldest one. Because I'm I'm pretty sure with my daughter, she's going to scare know. You have two redheads? Oh, wait, yeah. no, never mind. I, I forgot that the youngest is a redhead as well. My fault. Yeah. I know. Bless his heart. But, Still uh, saying that it spelled his name with two A's. I didn't. I'm sorry. And if Rich White ever listens to this, no, his name is still not Bill Winkle. Should have been Wiley. Listen, we're not doing the whole let's name all of our kids so they rhyme. It just worked out that way with the daughter because our oldest son who lives in Texas uh, was super cute. And I just couldn't say no, but I can definitely say no to Wiley. Yeah, the the daughter decided she was going to punch a boy the other day because he tried to kiss her. So, well, that's good. I mean, that means uh, Slider doesn't have to do any punching. Yeah, it's that one's going to either make me have a heart attack or need bail money really freaking early. Probably the bail money. I feel like you're in too good a shape for having a heart attack still. Have a heart it's attack. Like, kind of makes you want to call up your parents and apologize to them, right? It's like, you know, I know what it was like now. Oh, yeah. I've I've apologized to my mom and my dad both here lately because I'm like, man, was I really this bad? Like, did I have this much anger? And they're like, no, you waited till you were a teenager. And I'm like, oh. I'm sorry I gave you so much attitude as a teenager because karma's a bitch. I'm getting everything I ever put in. You with attitude? I can't imagine it. (sighs) I know, right? I'm such a sweet person. Well, you bet. Defense Dad says I have scars that are 38. I probably got clothes in my closet that's that old, yeah. I've got, like, two scars that are 38. Rob D says, LOL, sounds like a good girl to me. She she is. She definitely doesn't take any crap from boys. She doesn't take any crap from her brothers. And she definitely gives me any attitude that she just has laying around. That girl is adorable. She listen. She is adorable. That's the only reason why I haven't sold her on the black market yet. Because she's pretty freaking cute. You don't want to deal with a return process. I really don't, because they're going to charge me double to return it, and I'm like, Ugh. probably. I might as well just keep her. One of these days, you'll look back at this and realize these are the good old days. At least we yeah. like to think that anyway. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to looking back and saying these were the good days. 
Oh, Guns of Water says, I have quite a few 38s. Well, there you go. Uh, Defense Dad says, I've got a knife that I bought new that's 36. Wow. Guns of Water says, 20% restocking fee. Yeah, that's true. Well, I mean, at least it's 20%. Anybody that meets my daughter, they're going to be like, no, that's an 80% restocking fee. Yeah, but who wants a used daughter? <sighs> I don't know. So did you hear my news that I'm going to be a grandpa again? Aw, congratulations. Yes, my daughter that's been married 15 years finally managed to get pregnant. So. Don't accept that congratulations, Gizmo. It sounds like she could have followed that with a bless your heart. She, no, they've, no. Been, they've been trying ever <laughs> since they got married, but she's recently, in the last year, lost about 100 pounds, and that must have been what did the trick. Cause, Good for her. Yeah, I'm pretty happy for the kids. Hope everything goes all right. Absolutely. I said, now that I'm, now that I'm retirement age, I'm perfectly set up to spoil the heck out of a grandkid now. So. Yeah, my parents keep telling me that grandkids are way more fun than having kids. So enjoy all of it. Oh yeah, thing is, I enjoy having kids. So like, if grandkids are that much more fun, like that's gonna be awesome. Well, if your grandkids act up, all you can say is, well, you know, parents must not know how to raise them. You can't do that with your own kids because you're the one raised them. So. And being a grandparent, you get to get them all hyped up on sugar and then send them back to their parents. That's right. I'm going to make my grandkids pixie, kick, or pixie stick cheesecake. And it's just a matter of time before I have to pick out a gun for this young one, too. So. Maybe. Maybe I can get a forty-four Magnum for, for my kids. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Freaking low blows already. It wasn't even me. I know. I'm, I'm, <laughs> listen, whatever. I don't know what made me say that. I uh, yeah, I apologize. That was awesome. That was awesome. <laughs> Extra spicy. That's what we do here on the early bird chat. Let's see. Tony says, uh, hell yeah, grandkids are great. Uh, Tony says, all the spoiling fun, no consequences. Rob D says, just wait till they hit 12 to 14 barbecue. I've got one at the 12 mark now. Oh, yeah, fun's just beginning. Uh, Woods says, my dad told me having grandkids is so funny, he wishes he'd skipped parenthood and gone right to grandpa. I don't think he can do that. No, uh, my dad says the same thing, and I, I keep telling him that's that's not how it works. No, I don't know. Let's say, I feel like you 100% could skip parenthood, go straight to grandpa. Um there's somebody out there that recently just had somebody knock on the door like, hey, how's it going, Dad? Like, it, it could happen. 
Mm. I'm going to find me a rich widow lady, so there'll be grandkids there, and I won't have to have done nothing. There you go. Parents. That's a hey. good idea, too. Yeah, because uh, look what happened to Rick. I mean. Rick pretty much disappeared off the face of the earth once he met that woman. Probably probably eating mac and cheese and everything else now. Tony says, I have two guns here for the youngest granddaughters. Ozzy says, with my granddaughter being 22, I could be a great-grandfather at any time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm trying to buy a 44 Magnum that way. Wow. Uh, Well, I mean, per uh, future grandchild. That's why I'm starting so early. Yeah, you should. Uh, Defense Dad says, I'm done having kids. I need a rich sugar mama who likes fat guys. There you go. All right, so we are just just about 20 minutes to the end here, folks. So uh, there's still a link up there if anybody wants to jump in or if you've got any snide comments to make out there. In the if chat. You have... Oh, sorry, guys. I'm sorry. Oh, you're fine. Go ahead. I was just going to say, if you are a proud owner of a 44 Magnum, that link works amazingly. You might just get throat punched. Oh, one day I'll end up crossing paths with the powder, and she's totally going to throw a punch me. Probably twice. I want to be there when it happens. <clears throat> I think she I'm kind of curious who's going to throw a punch me first, her gun snob. Both 100% warranted. You should meet them both at the same time. That'd be fun. I think gunpowder may be packing to come see you now. Worst part is she already moved half the distance. That's true. She gets closer all the time. I know. It's like my 44 Magnumless stalker. Tony says I have five 44 mags. Six if you count the rifle. Wow. Nice. Everybody should have a 44 Magnum. I need to go hang out with Tony. Yeah, they should. When are you getting yours, Gunpowder? Apparently when I get rid of Tardot. (laughs) That's not going to happen. It's this freaking house is driving me nuts. Every time we take two steps forward, we're kicked like 10 steps back. So <sighs> my 44 mag has to wait. Guns and water says mayor's leg. Also for me, defense dad says I have at oh, least I want 40, one so bad. 44 mags. I don't think that counts as a 44 magnum. Just having 44 mags. Although I do have, Probably pretty close to that. <laughs> I don't have a count of my magazines. It would be interesting to know, though. They're all over the place. Yeah, it's messed up. I have a holster for a forty-four. I have. 
I have a case. I have a range bag. What you need I, is a box of ammo. I have ammo. Oh, okay. I have the firearms. So when my dad bought me the holster, he was like, listen, you're going to get it one day. So at least now you have a holster. And I was like, oh, thanks. I have a holster that I can't put anything in right now. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to buy you the gun, but I'll buy you the holster. I'm like, thanks. It's the thought that counts. I appreciate it. Uh, Rob D says, I just put two 22s together when I want a 44. Not quite sure that's the same thing. Wood says, Slim Cowboy hated his mare's leg. I don't know. That adds up. It does. It does. It's Ozzie, still way deadlier than a 9mm. Ozzy says, finding a new woman is like going from being self-employed to going to work for someone else. LOL. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've all been uh, given up. I'm like, whatever. I don't care anymore. Defense Dad says, is it bad that I recently found a gun that I forgot I still had? <laughs> uh, kind of. Yes and no. Tony says, I got a lot of 22s. Well, yeah, yeah, I could put 22s together and make 44s. I even have 22 magnums. If you put two 22 magnums together, you definitely have 44 magnums. That's 44 Magnum squared. 44 Magnum plus plus. Heck yeah. Uh, Guns and Water loves all his mare's leg. Tony, Tony York says, I've bought 14 22s for the grandkids. Wow. That's a well-armed family there. Don't go mess with that bunch. DM Foss is out there. I just just was talking to DM Foss less than twelve hours ago, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Rob D says you forgot mine, Tony. Yeah, that's true. He says, No, I didn't. <laughs> If he's got 14 grandkids, chances are you can just get in line whenever he's handing them out to all the grandkids, and he won't remember if you're a grandkid or not. Just just walk up there and say, hi, Grandpa. Yeah, exactly. Hey, Grandpa Tony, and he gives you one. Uh, Foss just got his internet back half an hour ago. Oh, congratulations, man. I know he was having trouble. He says he has eight grandkids. Okay. Foss? He's, he's doing multiples. No, Tony. Oh. I was like, I had no idea. I don't know, Foss. I don't believe he has eight grandkids. I've never heard him mention it. You would think they'd come up in a conversation. Yeah. So Tony bought six of his grandkids, two each. The other two are still toddlers. Well, you might as well be picking out some stuff for them. Right. That's small for a handgun. Yeah, but you could buy it and set it aside for them. When they have their second birthday, just hand it to them and say, Here, I've been holding on to this for all this time, just for you. Heck yeah. Yes. I agree with that. 
And that gives you an excuse to have extra guns around in case you needed one. Yep. You buy a kid a gun every year, and then by the time it's six or seven, I don't know, kid depends on, you know, everybody starts their kid shooting whenever, but kid that's got a gun every year, now they've got, you know, every gun they need by the time they're into guns. I'm trying to do that for my kids already. It's not like uh, if you're into motorcycles or something, you probably wait to buy a kid a motorcycle. You don't just buy it one right when they're born because then there's going to be a better or different motorcycle by the time they're old enough to ride, right? But with a gun, it's not going out of style. It's not going out of, it's not going to, you know, it's not depreciating really. It's not nothing, you know, it's just sitting there probably gaining a little bit of value perhaps depending on what you buy. And Dean Foss says, as far as I know, I don't have any grandkids, but you never know. I could have a kid <laughs> pop up like Rob D. Wow. <laughs> At least I didn't say his name earlier. That hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Guns and Water says, my dad gave my brother a Luger in his bassinet. Rob says it's funny till it's not. <laughs> what knife are you giving your granddaughter? <laughs> Gosh, I don't know. I, I, should say I don't know if it's kid. a granddaughter. I should say grandkid. I don't want to gender assume a grandkid. I don't know. That's an idea. I could pass on one of my knives or get him a new one. One or the other. Do you have a pink Savivi? A spider co bug. You know what that one is? Yeah, I don't have one. I, I do not have a pink Savivi. I have, I have one that's burgundy. Is that close enough? Uh, we'll let it count. Okay, then that we can do. Well, if it's a girl, could get it a teal color one. Now you're talking. Oh, yep, yeah. could do that. Now they can't have my they can't have my Swiss Army knife that's got the chickens on the side of it because that's just you know that's grandpa's. So. <clears throat> some things are some things. Uh, Sam of Anarchy says Gunpowder Beauty. I believe we discussed which forty-four mag you wanted. I don't remember. Probably about any of them at this point. I say, I'm pretty sure it's any. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty much any, but uh, I really want like a block block or something. It, I want the cowboy style where it has a long barrel and it's just beautiful. But at, at this point, I'm not picky. If I can get a 44 mag, I'm going to take it. Heck yeah. You could always trade up if you wanted to. Uh, Woods says, cleaning more guns with the Aegis kit I won from Gary again today. Very cool. Uh, Tony says, I will probably buy the last two after moving to Missouri. Guns of Water says, teal is another made-up color like mauve. Uh, yeah, kind of. I mean, teal, 
kind of like Robin's Egg Blue almost, you know, stuff like that. Different shades. But whatever. We got about 10 minutes to go, folks. We are in the home stretch. We don't know who's going to win this race or if anybody will win this race or even if it is a race. But uh, anyway, we've been up and running for about four hours today. So what have we got to talk about for the last 10 minutes, folks? Let's make them the best 10 minutes of the show. Yesterday's pomade is out there, by the way. Please go ahead. I was just going to say, I think we got to talk about that the race is on and Gizzard's in the backstretch. And heartache is coming to the inside. Let's see. Uh, Sam of Anarchy's got something there for Gunpowder Beauty Smith and Wesson 62944 Magnum, four inch. Uh, almost eight hundred ninety nine point nine five doll hairs. That's gonna be quite a few Barbies you're gonna have to scalp there. A buy now price from Gunbroker. And obviously, Gunpowder doesn't have any Barbies because we said no girls on the chat, and so we have to assume that she's a boy. Yeah, I don't have Barbies. I have soldiers. Sorry. I'll have to go try to find some at a thrift store or something if I have to get doll hairs. Tony says, Beauty, get a 10-inch Ruger Super Blackhawk. It's probably easier to find one of those. I found this on the web. Thank you, Siri. Uh, Ozzy says, I have a purple Bursa Thunder that I got for the purple cancer ribbon holster that I made in honor to my mother. Very cool. Nice. Very cool. Bursa Thunder. I used to have a Bursa Thunder. Uh, DM Fuss says Gunpowder Beauty is a woman, not a girl. Thank you, you. Can't you be both? <laughs> I think you could be both. I'm not sure nowadays, though. The rules have changed for a lot of things since I was a kid. Don't want to hurt anybody's feelings. All right. New York Outcast says, People have a lot of issues with color. Depending on base, lighting, and your eyes, people see different things at times. I always have a customer okay paint colors. That's true. Some people perceive color differently. And some people are colorblind, too. Mike White says, hey, Mr. Foss, didn't see you earlier. Let's see if we get any more of these folks out here. I think there might be. Speaking of That Guy's Wife Media. Hey, y'all, this is Armenthia with That Guy's Wife Media, and you're watching Gizzard Larry. 
How about <clears throat> just popped right in there? Check that out. It's amazing who will pop in. How about Ghost Tactical? Hey, this is Trey from Ghost Tactical Shot Show 2020, and you're watching Gizzard Gary. Did you see that guy in the background? <laughs> Bebop. Yeah. So I got some last minute Gorn here from Ozzy. So let me show that to you here. So there is that purple burst of thunder and the the cancer awareness ribbon holster. That is nice. I like that. Purple stitches on there also to match. Very nice. Ozzy does the best work. And I kind of like purple. I don't know about the rest of the people around here. I like purple. Nothing wrong with it. No. Not at all. Okay, let's see. Uh, Tony says 44 mag is pretty handy for multiple uses. Guns and Water says like that rig. Oh, yeah. yeah. All kinds of cool stuff. So hopefully everybody's got cool stuff to do today. I really don't. Uh, football game's even over with, so. Won't have much in the way of excitement. This is pretty much it, so. Back to work, I suppose, if I want to get some stuff done on the Amazon side, maybe, or YouTube and or both. Maybe go do some, get get some food shopping done, buy those wings that I'm hungry for now, thanks to you guys. You're welcome. Yeah. Now if I just had Guns and Barbecue over here to cook them for me. I've never said I make any good wings. I'd like to think I make good wings, but. Well, anytime anybody else makes them, that's wings I don't have to cook, so. Right. Uh, Let's see. Mike White says, I'm going to work around the yard. Tony says, i got to rearrange the garage to get the truck in at night. Yeah. That can happen sometimes, too. Uh, Tony says, I much prefer the thing be 75, I believe that's 75 degrees as opposed to 20. 75F, I presume he's talking degrees. DM Foss says, I might take a nap, and I'm not going to rule that out myself. That's always a possibility in the afternoons. Naps are amazing. They are. Somebody. Somebody else could take up the torch and do an afternoon chat. Hopefully there'll be something to watch here later. I know Rich White, last I heard, said he was not going to do a show. But he could change his mind. He was on a couple people's chats this week, finally. So he is alive. I can verify. And let's see. uh, Who else? Um... Probably Scotsman and Foreign and Domestic will be on. I'm a little out of practice. Where is my schedule that tells about stuff? 
We used to have Georgia trapping and fishing at 1 p.m. Central. It may still be there. I don't know. Back in the day, we had locked and loaded Latinos at 5 p.m. Central, but they're kind of hit or miss on their chat. They're back again. Oh, are they back? Okay. Uh, foreign and domestic, Scottish American at 6. And if Rich goes live, it's usually around 7.30 p.m. Central. So check out your check out your YouTube listings for live streams and see if any of these people are out there. If they are, give them a look. Check in. Tell them the gizzard sent you. Uh, Ozzy said Scotsman said he was going to have a show at 6 p.m. Central. Well, there you go. Guns of Water is going to fix an outside light. I'm going to go ahead at this point. We're about three minutes from the top of the hour, so I'm going to go through my panelists and let each one of them have a few seconds to say their goodbyes and tell us what they got going on. So we will start. Well, let's start with Guns and Barbecue since he's probably been in here the longest. Uh, thank you for being here today. What have you got going on, Guns and Barbecue? Um, whole lot of nothing. Uh, I'm going to start trying to make some videos here and there again. Um, recently just did a whole lot of remodeling. I guess it's not really remodeling, just got some new desks in the office, things like that. So just, uh, reorganization and updating. Um, like I said, with the show, uh, that will be coming to an end here very, very soon as there's only two episodes left. Um, might do some spot lives, um, in the meantime, uh, just, you know, in case anything really important happens, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to try on Tuesday to stream the, um, oral arguments at the Supreme court for the Rahini case, if I can find a link, but I cannot guarantee that I'll be able to find a link. So, uh, just, you know, be on the lookout. Either I'll be live in the morning slash afternoon, or I won't be. Um, but, you know, just same old, same old. Thank you for the invite, as always, Caesar. You bet. Thanks for jumping in. Always good to have you aboard. And let's go to uh, G-Webs. What have you got going on? We'll be doing a uh, knife chat here. In a minute, whenever you end this one already, and then there's chocolate cake in it. Just telling you, there's chocolate cake available. That one. All right, knife chat on. I presume that's again website's channel. Uh, coming up after this, so there's a place for you to go right away if you're still, you still want to watch some stuff. I'll probably drop in there. So Tony, if you want says, to chat about knives and knives and you know sharp things and knives and tools. Yeah, I enjoy knives myself. Uh, knives are a fun thing to talk about, so I will most definitely jump in there. So, uh, yeah, very good. Thank you for being here, as always. Appreciate it. And last but not least, Gunpowder Beauty. Haven't seen you in a while. It's good to have you come by. What have you got going on? Thanks for having me on. Um, pretty much just dealing with this chaotic house situation and uh i'm gonna take a break i'm gonna sit there and take the two fur missiles and the fornication trophies out to tardot's store for ladies night and hopefully find some good sales on kids clothes because 
apparently they outgrow jackets really freaking quick. And <laughs> I'm going to look and see what kind of uh, firearms they have so I can keep on hinting around to what I want. Maybe one day he'll get the hint. There you go. All right. Well, thanks for being here, as always. Good to see you again. All right. So I want to say thank you to everybody out there in the chat. Everybody who's been watching, whether you watched on YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch, we appreciate you being there. Uh, thanks for all the uh, comments in the chats. Enjoyed having everybody out there also. And a special thanks, as always, to my uh, channel members on YouTube for their support. Always appreciated. And uh, I want to apologize in advance. When I run the end credits, they're not up to date. So if you're a newer channel member, it may or may not have your name on there. So I'll get that taken care of here in the near future. But at any rate, I uh, want everybody to have a safe and pleasant Sunday. Thanks for watching. And always remember that if anyone tries to infringe on your right to keep and bear arms, give them the bird. Uh, don't forget uh, Foul Territory every Friday night at 9 p.m. Central Time. So this week, it's on Thursday because I'm going to be at Wanamaker at the Tulsa Arms Show. So special night this week. I don't know when we'll have another early bird chat, but I'm, I guarantee you there'll be another one someday. Uh, I guess just uh, if you subscribe to my channel, you'll get notifications. Hopefully, we'll do this again soon. It was fun. So anyway, thanks for being out there. Be safe, everybody. And I will, on behalf of my panel, thanks for watching. We'll talk to you later.